Can you be quiet, please? Thank you. Welcome to Pirate Radio Live. Is it me, Amanda Garcia? <laughs> Clip. Hey, man, good to see you, brother. Excitement time. Clam down. Clam down. Clam down. Clam down. Hurry, we're going dancing, baby. They picked us last. They picked us last. And now we're going dancing. We're going dancing. How about those friggin' pirates? Now live from the Pirate Radio Studios in the heart of the Pirate Nation, here is your host, Clip Brock. Welcome in to Pirate Radio Live here on a Tuesday. Clip Brock here with you inside the Pirate Radio Studios. Coming to you on Pirate Radio 92.7 FM in Greenville, 104.1 in Washington. You can find us on 1250-930-online-PR927FM.com and watch the show on Facebook Live and YouTube. Already two likes on YouTube. I like to see that right out of the gate. Let's get that number going up as the show goes on. We have some guests to get to on today's show. The Carolina Hurricanes, a 2-1 winner last night over the New York Islanders in Game 1, Round 1 of the Stanley Cup playoffs. We will talk to the guy on the microphone there in PNC Arena, Wade Minter, PA announcer for the Hurricanes. We'll talk about the crowd from last night, the win, uh, some great goaltending in game one on both sides. And uh, the Hurricanes out to a one nothing series lead on the Islanders. We'll talk Canes and Stanley Cup playoffs coming up about 30 minutes from now. Mully will join us coming up at 4 o'clock. Mike Mullis will join us to talk some Pirate baseball as they hit the road for the next five games coming off an eight game home winning streak so we'll talk about that where the pirates are in the polls little mlb a little bit of everything with mike mullis coming up at four o'clock five o'clock former pirate great bryce williams will join us in the pirate radio studios we are a day closer to the nfl draft coming up on next thursday we'll uh, go over some football news and notes we've got a pirate tight end we talked about it yesterday entering the transfer portal so we'll talk about the tight end position with bryce williams as well coming up in the five o'clock hour that a giveaway maybe a little game time with uh, bryce and crew coming up later on shirley rhodes is here chandler honeycutt coming off his half show hosting duties on monday still looks a little fatigued but he's here ready to go on a tuesday and jonathan ellerby is to my left hello ellerby hello clipper welcome back mr juror great to be here so uh if you had to pick being on the jury every day or being on pirate radio live where are you going clipper i'm going pirate radio live and i was not selected to be on the jury and uh for folks that have been to jury duty they know it can be a very boring day and my monday was very boring until i was able to uh come here and talk to the players on the delcor players lounge so uh out of it today just an update i have to call a number at noon on wednesday to uh get further instructions so maybe i'm in the clear maybe they'll need my civic duties uh to be upheld uh wednesday thursday friday we'll see clip rock stay tuned folks yep choose your own adventure at the pitt county courthouse i am fascinated by such things if i was to be on a jury and could actually hear a case which i have been able to do one time in my life and it was pretty interesting and it's a uh you know it's it's an important decision you're making for someone's freedom so i mean it's uh it's high stakes it's it's fascinating to go through the process but if you're not part of that actual jury process it is super boring did you tell them that uh you've 
been selected for jury duty two previous times, served on a Judy and a, a jury, and that you and Judy have done a crime time podcaster. And know? I've got Judy duty. Yeah. Uh, no, I did not tell anyone that. Okay. That might just play an advantage or disadvantage. I don't know. The only person talking uh, yesterday was Brandon Manning. Uh, well, <laughs> that, that's, did, I mean, that was, they probably, I probably didn't zap him. I know. We can't discuss the case, but Brandon Manning was actually selected to be on the jury. I asked him today what he's going to do with all that jury duty money he's getting, and uh, he said he already spent it on lunch. So, <laughs> uh, But we hope to have Brandon on to talk uh, some baseball with us coming up on thursday uh, a couple of uh, guests dave k our boy uh david kasaganai former ecu basketball player going to join us in studio wednesday at five i mentioned him yesterday with josh gross he said you need to get dave on as soon as possible i said okay we're going to get him on wednesday five o'clock so we'll talk to him we'll talk more canes hockey coming up thursday with the play-by-play voice of the hurricanes mike maniscalco so he has gone from radio to television uh, with the Hurricanes, and uh, he that is a travel day for the Canes heading up to New York as they continue their series with the Islanders, but planning to hook up with him Thursday at 4 o'clock as we uh, become Canes fans around here, Ellerby, during the playoffs. Absolutely. I did not catch the game last night, but uh, excited to uh, – with the schedules Wednesday, Friday? Right? Yeah, they'll play uh, tomorrow night at home, Wednesday night at home, and they'll play Friday on the road against the Islanders. Yeah, it's one of those – for me, I won't sit – you know period to period and watch uh, all three but uh it'll definitely be something i'll put on my tv and uh, check out from from time to time and hopefully they'll have a long run with that uh real quick before we get rolling want to give a quick shout out to uh, one of our new sponsors the hour three sponsor just dropped off some uh new giveaways we're going to be pumping out there pirate water we got uh, some pirate water flags all sorts of cool swag to be given away so uh appreciate them coming by and then uh, chandler and i were able to go out to aiden today as uh, our friends at the Menji's Bottling Group had a groundbreaking ceremony for their new 200,000 square foot facility that's going to be done by the end of the year. They are growing, expanding. Uh, of course, they distribute all the Pepsi and Mountain Dew in eastern North Carolina, and they are celebrating 100 years in business, Clip Rock. Wow. The Menji's Bottling Group started in 1923. <coughs> Can you believe it? Congratulations to the entire Menji's family. Of course, uh, Jeff, uh, Miles, and Landon were out there today. We caught up with them, so uh, follow us on social media to see more and, and hear more about that. But uh, certainly an outstanding day uh, in eastern North Carolina. Interesting. Uh, did you know in a past life, LRB, at the now, I guess, soon-to-be old facility in Aden, uh, when I was an employee at Empire Construction, my buddy's construction company, we fixed a water line out at the Pepsi bottling plant. Wow. You know, and that facility is just uh, about 20 years old. So uh, they, they've been growing so fast that they are building a new facility right next to that existing one. But uh, I didn't realize your your fingerprints were all over the all old, over uh, all over it. I mean, they really didn't mention you much and, and thank you much during. What do you mean by much? Like so they all. did mention me? But not no, at all. at all. Not at all. I don't. I don't. Chandler, did you hear them say anything about Clip and uh, his his waterline help? Or? They did say uh, he's not here today, but Clip Rock, thank you so much. <laughs> so, but, you uh, got it. But uh, still, plenty of time to go check out the water lines out. That I mean, if you want to go throw your expertise around, yeah. I mean, if you need me to come by and do a uh, pressure test or whatever, I'm I'm down. I think they're probably more counting on you just to drink some Pepsi and Mountain Dew. That I've been doing. Okay. I have been uh, certainly helping out the company. 
uh these past couple of years i, I went from alcohol to uh, now i'm addicted to pepsi also so, I, I prefer the diet do I'm, I'm a do guy as well yes all right um how you doing in there Tim? good good uh, a couple of news and notes before we present our homework uh so no baseball or softball today by the way as host of pirate radio live yesterday i'm sure you winked a few times and mentioned ecu won a series over the weekend in softball no i didn't that slipped past the goalie yeah pirates win a series uh, i believe against memphis over the weekend so uh, congratulations to shane winkler's team they're back in action coming up wednesday as is the baseball team they'll be on the road coming up at charlotte and will stay on the road they will not come back home they'll head right out to wichita for a three-game road series so the pirates have been great at home uh eight in a row at home and now they will try to go out on the road and win last time they were on the road they lost uh two out of three to houston so something to prove this weekend was it josh grows in the studio yesterday they're saying that that the team became better after they kind of got tighter and after that well he said the hitting improved after houston much like the pitching improved after their worst pitching game against duke so a couple of wake-up calls this year and the pirates have answered those calls they did not hit the snooze they immediately woke up yeah good stuff so so i mean in baseball it's 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 a journey 56 games and uh they have an outstanding record right now but uh certainly four games on the road this week uh We'll go get tested. I'm sure y'all mentioned it yesterday in the polls. East Carolina moved up in the polls uh, because crazy fact that Bailey talked about, we talked about it with Josh Groves, Pirates were the only team in the top 25 not to lose a game last week. So there was, uh, it, it's baseball, it happens, but East Carolina able to move up to what, seven? Seventh. Yeah, seven in uh, BA and D1, I believe. And you want to be in that top eight when the end of the year comes. Why is that, Chandler? Because we can do what we did last year for the first time. Which is time. what, Chandler? Host a regional and a super regional. There you go, Chandler. All right. Um, another nugget from today. East Carolina women's basketball has signed um, some size. The Weish twins. Weish. Twins. Uh, Talia and Tatiana Weish have committed and signed with East Carolina. Did you know that we have uh, talked about one of these players on the show before? Do you know that, Chandler? The name sounds familiar. Um, you don't, do you don't remember why we had discussed one of these players on the show? Well, let me take you back to the <laughs> SEC Women's Basketball Tournament. A Kentucky player um, mushed the ball in the face of a female. Uh-huh. That what, is, what does mush the ball mean? Uh, give me a basketball. I'll show LRB right now. Uh, uh, take the ball, mush it in the face. Oh, smash it in their face? It's a, it wasn't a smash. It was a mush. A mush. A He's smash it. would be more like that. Mush is kind of you got the ball there, and then you kind of you mush it around. It, it, are you still holding the ball when you're mushing in someone's face? Yes. Okay, so. Uh, to be exact, the basket was scored. A uh, girl from the team that scored the basket picked up the ball, and kind of ran into tatiana weish and while she did that kind of mushed the ball against the face um weish then picked up the ball tried to hit the player with it in the back of the head missed, missed. wildly um and then realized okay so i missed i still need to retaliate i'm gonna go chase after her down the court and it led to uh it wasn't that big of a deal but players were ejected but 
Tatiana Weish was the player wow. that threw the ball. Wow. <laughs> so, that is crazy. I knew her name sounded familiar, and now she's a pirate. She's a pirate. Wow. We got some size. We got some fight on this we team. We got some fight on this uh, on this ECU women's basketball program. So these are portal additions. Yes, from the portal. Uh, from Florida. Tala- Talia was the 18th ranked forward by ESPN out of high school. Tatiana, 29th. So they are both three-star recruits in 2021. They come here after two seasons at Florida and have two years of eligibility remaining. There you go. The Weish twins have been signed. So what do we need after uh, seeing what Texas had in the NCAA tournament? More size and some fight, but specifically size. And uh, Kim McNeil adds some size to the roster. Yeah. Good to see. Just don't mush their face. Hey, don't mush. Simple as that. Uh, I will say Tatiana did not start that fight, certainly escalated it, but uh, did not start the fight in the SEC tournament. And I wouldn't even call it a fight. It was a skirmish. It was a skirmish. It's a good way to put it. Well, it it seems like it was kind of one-sided. She got mushed and then wasn't able to really catch up because she missed her opportunity to throw the ball and hit somebody and then was not able to catch the person before it got I guess so. Yeah, because she got held up before she ever got to the right. Kentucky Looked like player. she could have taken a swing if she chose to do so, but it never happened. So um, just a lot of pushing and shoving after that. Right. Uh, typical basketball fight, as Michael Perry says. Those uh, They don't fight in basketball. They just talk. Football, you'll see some fights. Basketball, nah. Just a lot of talking. Hockey, yes. Hockey, they do fight. In fact, it is uh, encouraged. Encouraged, yes. To fight. Speaking of which, Hurricanes knocking off the Islanders last night. Two to one. We'll talk to Wade Mentor coming up a little later on in hour number one. And we want to hear from you what's going on uh, today on YouTube and Facebook. You can chime in there. Eric says, don't start no mush. Won't be no mush. Exactly. Simple as that. There was no mush. There's no nothing. So, uh everyone out there keep your mushing to yourself mike p says she may be a pirate but she's also a dog she got that dog in her got a dog in her. the weiss twins are pirates. tatiana dog dog all right uh are we ready lrb to yeah. get to uh, our we- homework assignment for the week yeah chandler asked me a little while ago if we had homework <laughs> chandler did you do your homework no why not he had to host yesterday. No, that took a lot not, out of that's him. That's not an excuse. Why just, not? I didn't do it. You just didn't want to do it. And I forgot what it was because I even asked him like literally like an hour and a half before the show. I said, "What was the homework?" So you still had an hour and a half to do it. It took me all of about four minutes to do yeah, it. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you can just play along and do it. You just just and then I forgot to do it. Again. You just didn't want to do it. No, because I mean I like the uh, topic. I just forgot to. Do well, it. at two fifty five, you told me you didn't do it. We're, we're, that was twenty minutes ago. You've had twenty minutes to do it. You All just right. didn't want to do it. Well, I'm producing a show right now. You just didn't want to do it. That's fine. I love playing along though. Let's so let's get it started. Tell everybody the topic. Hey, get your homework out. I want to see it. <laughs> All right. So this when ECU released their football schedule, it's been a couple months now, probably week and a, a month and a half. Yeah, I don't see a time date on it, but we have been ranking the opponents in different criteria, different topics, different subjects, and we're running out of ideas. Um, we have done fight songs, mascots, uh, places we'd like to travel, uh, best football player from the school, best non-athlete alumni, 
and we're all the way down to baby names names you would name uh, your child if you had to uh, use the 12 schools we are playing against as your next uh name for your child what would be the order and i've ranked mine from best to worst is that how you ranked them Ellery? yes all right and chandler didn't do anything at all so how do you want to do this you want to go worst to last, uh best uh i think we go let's go best names best names this right. would be the best name you if you had these 12 names to pick from this is you know this is how you would name your babies if you had 12 babies and you couldn't name them all the same you this, couldn't name them george like george foreman did right now, i don't think he had 12 but he might have had six or seven but uh so your my, my first baby name if i had to pick which is kind of a, a classic name anyway would, would be charlotte okay i think that's the best one on the board i've got charlotte number two on my list uh it's a a great name charlotte flair um charlotte i'm a fan of the charlotte hornets and it is a charlotte's web yeah great book as a kid i didn't really buy in the hornets part of what you just said but charlotte flair charlotte's web a little bit more what do you mean you didn't buy in you don't buy in that i'm a hornets fan no i just don't think of like naming my kids after like charlotte hornets it's like but you think of naming them after charlotte flair you no, big just, wrestling guy well, she's an actual person charlotte's web's kind of a good story kid story okay uh but charlotte's my number one choice what's your number one choice rice 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 is a cool name it is a cool name it could be a boy's name if you're a big you know michigan or a charlotte hornets fan <laughs> glenn rice great shooter three-point champion maybe i'm an not all- bought in man I don't, i'm not bought maybe in, an all-star game mvp uh but rice is uh so you could go boy's name i think it's a pretty girl's name rice it's also what i had for lunch today rice it's all around us rice and what, what do they throw when you get married rice bird seed now oh really yeah rice rice uh mates bird, bird. seed brock would be a pretty name too <laughs> rice is my number one on the board I thought your name was poppy as your as your first name poppy seeds my other kid yeah could it i mean you can have it as the first name or last name too what are you talking about you don't name your kid here's how it works chandler when you were born they said we need to come up with a name we're going to name him chandler and then they didn't have a discussion what should we call his last name what what, what would your last name be <laughs> you take the last name of your your parents yeah either your mom or dad see when they got married your your mother took your father's last name so right? this kid's name would be rice brock in this scenario yeah yeah like your brother would be rice honeycutt see rice i don't know all so right what are you going with i'm probably uh, charlotte okay right. there we go number two on my list charlotte number two on your list ellerby rice <laughs> here we go chandler does not like rice so what would be number two on your list chandler probably gardner web it's it that's like it's like jim bob yeah it's your gardener web well gardener web honeycutt that's a good like samson county name yeah i could that, that's almost how's Gardner doing Gardner, no. web, Gardner web's doing all right gw's doing good <laughs> g-dub you call him g-dub all right so that would be number two on your list lrb what is number three on your list this one uh this is where it starts to get a little <laughs> dicey but I'm, I'm gonna go marshall it's kind of a traditional name Peyton manning's son his name is marshall yeah good good point not buying good, into that. Good, good enough for the mannings good enough for me did you know there's a school called marshall there is yeah when did that happen hey you can name him after well he's not a hornet but you can name him after a charlotte hornet mason Plumley's brother was marshall, marshall. yep you can buy into that uh you can name him after m&m marshall mathers which i don't know if you want to do that 
Um, Marshall is way down my list. Really? Marshall really, Gilmet? It is a name, but Marshall it's, Brock? it's not a name I like. You know what's number three on my list? Navy. That is a cool name. Navy. Especially Navy. if you um, Navy Brock have a family uh, with a military background, with a Navy background. Navy Brock, I think it could be a boy or a girl's name. I think Navy is a cool name. I don't know if I've ever met any. I don't, I don't think I've met any, anyone named Navy. But What do you I, think their favorite color would be? Red. <laughs> Navy is a beautiful name. Navy Honeycutt, Navy Rhodes, Navy Ellerby, Navy Brock. Think about why it, is folks. There not any, why is there not more Navy names in the world? More as in any? They Have should. you heard the name Navy? No, there needs I haven't to be either. more. I agree. It's a beautiful name. I'm All sure right. there's one out there, but it needs to be more. Ellery, what's number four? Number four, I'm going to go Tulsa. <laughs> that is an ugly name, oh, Ellerby. So ugly. Huh? Tulsa Ellerby. There's no way Tulsa could be an attractive person. <laughs> this is Tulsa. <laughs> this is my sister, Tulsa. Ooh. Oh, that makes it a little tougher there. It's a homely look. <laughs> <laughs> Who's the little girl with pigtails? That's a little Tulsa. A little Tulsa. You know? <laughs> Tulsa. Tulsa. Se- t- little Tulsa seems like one of those chaotic kids. But you know what Tulsa... Like, literally. You, you know what Tulsa... Like a hurricane. You know what Tulsa's going to be? Freaking tough. Yeah. Because Tulsa's not going to take any crap from you two. Tulsa sounds like a tough name. Yeah. And, yeah. It, and if it's a little girl... Tulsa's going to be kicking a lot of shins. Another, I didn't know what you were going to say there, shins. <laughs> uh, Tulsa in a tussle. I could see that happening a lot at school. My number four is Michigan. Mm. That is a uh, that's a brawny man's name. Reminds me of, uh, it was a guy on Big Brother named Memphis. Uh, but Michigan, Michigan Brock. Do you know anybody that's named after a state? I'm sure I do if I could think about it. I know it. there's a last... I mean, you know Johnny Utah from the movie, but, like, is there, like, a first name? Robert California was in the office. <laughs> Virginia. Virginia. There you go, there Shirley. You go. Thank you, Shirley. That's why you're here. Uh, oh, my God. Well, first of all, Chandler said it. Maine. Florida. Florida. There's someone named Florida? I feel like there's been a... Florida. A <laughs> <laughs> oh, Georgia. That's a name. Georgia. There yep. we go. The old Georgia peach. So, yeah, there are some names uh, after states. But I think Michigan is a strong name. That's a boy's name. Michigan. Mm. All right. That's my number four. What's your number five? Did Chandler go? Or did he say? Uh, he didn't. Appalachian Why State. Why are we even asking? Yeah, him? that's true. He's out. Appalachian yeah. State. Shut up. Yes. Uh, you know, I think for number five, I'm going to go Michigan as well. You sold me. Number five, I went Marshall. It's a name, but it's a boring name. Not a fan of it. Number six. Number six on the board. I think you got to go. Uh, <clears throat> it's because when you get down into the initials, is where it gets tough. I think you may have for number six, you got to go Gardner Webb. You got to go the double name. Gardner Webb Johnson. Sounds like a country name. Chandler likes that one. I love that name. Gardner. Hey, who are you going to the ball game with this weekend? Gardner Webb. Gardner Webb Brock. Gardner Webb's coming. GWB. GW's going. He's bringing his girlfriend, uh, Tulsa. I ain't seen her yet, but. <laughs> She's a looker. <laughs> but she's tough. My number six was Tulane. I think that could be a uh, pretty girl's name. Tulane. Tulane. Kind of sounds like Tulip. Tulane Brock. Yeah, it's a pretty name. Kind of. All right, number seven. Yeah, Tulane. Uh, I went Gardner Webb, number seven. Mm-hmm. Number eight. Have I used Navy yet? No. 
gosh i think i gotta go navy yeah you need to it's just kind of basic yeah i'm so based on how plain i am i should have gone navy earlier but i'm gonna go navy now i went tulsa eight i think it's a despicable name yeah mm-hmm. same all right shut up chandler mm. <laughs> number nine number nine's got to be app state if if state wasn't in the name appalachian is an awesome name. appalachian would have been way higher because you could shorten it i think app would be a cool name but like appy for a girl would be a cool name Abby. but the fact that state's in there takes it out so who was your college roommate appalachian state brock <laughs> <laughs> but i mean app is a cool name let's see if you shorten it yeah but we're going full names here mm-hmm. so um all right number nine was app state for me and you number yeah. 10 it, this is where it gets tough um you know i because it's uh it's all initials at this point. these are almost in a these are really tough and i think i'm gonna go utsa <laughs> now are you calling the kid utsa or is it utsa well maybe, maybe utsa get over here right now yeah university of texas san antonio you come here i'm i'm going yeah maybe utsa is his name okay i went florida atlantic because if it wasn't for the atlantic florida could be a uh, a girl's name uh florida atlantic brock get in here and how then, would you pronounce fau if it was just a i'd have to just say florida atlantic right and i could shorten it to flow at or something yeah flow at so i'm I'm at utsa and then we got uh, i rounded it out with smu and utsa well, to round it out. i'm going F- fau and then i think smu would be a terrible name <laughs> smu smu there was smu and there was the smu there was smu but there's yeah. never smu uh mary says heath schuler's son well there's a good washington <laughs> throwback heath schuler's son is named navy wow interesting eric i hope this isn't true with just how i've talked about this uh he said my 98 year old grandmother is tulsa lee i'm sure she's an attractive lady tulsa lee I tulsa she, lee bet you she was a tough woman or still is yeah 98 years old 98 of course she's tough tulsa strong uh tulsa lee heath schuler's son is named navy i think navy's a cool name Cass says san antonio would be a funny name yeah, like Antonio's a normal name. Throw sand in there. Doesn't uh doesn't sound as good. All right. Uh Johnny also says, yeah, he's Schuler's son. His name Navy. Hmm. Jack says Washington. Now is Wash yeah, wa- do you know any first name Washington's? No. Because he says the we're talking about a state with Washington. people's name Mm-mm. Washington. I think Oregon would be a cool. My grandfather's name, name middle name was Washington. Yeah washington washington nickname all right so there you go there is the baby name rankings for our opponents i went to school with a girl named america did you yes huh god bless her she was hispanic (laughs) so was it amadica amadica no it was america america is this when you were roommates with white fred mcgriff (laughs) (laughs) are we sure we should take chandler's word on her nationality (laughs) that's the great thing about chandler he doesn't see color he doesn't see race no i don't no i don't because he doesn't understand it his his brain because what is race his brain can't comprehend it yes he is unable to be racist (laughs) only race i know is daytona 500 baby Hey, that's a pretty name, Daytona. Daytona is. Yeah. Panama. Oh, uh, our buddy that killed the trees. 
not he's not our buddy yeah, yeah, the, yeah, dude, yeah. the alabama fan named his daughters remember he said Allie and bama that's right so he split up the uh estate name you think i care <laughs> roll damn tide what was that guy's name he was uh, on the paul Har- Har- harvey, harvey updike or harvey updike is that his name lee harvey updike yeah um right that sounds right Ellery. i'm he gonna was, go with he, that he was a nut job for sure all right um christian says a boy named purdue there you go. Uh, you know him, or you're just saying that? I don't know. Jack Dover says, Clip, what's up, Jack? I met Jack at Clark and Clare Stadium this weekend. The real Jack Dover. If you named your daughter Michigan, would people call her the big house? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> that is not an Ellery joke. That's a me joke, a Troy joke, Chandler. That's not an Ellery joke. That's great. That was good. I don't like that coming from you, Ellery. Wow. Here comes the big house. Everyone's welcome. Come home. That's here. why I said Michigan. Michigan is a boy's name, not a girl's Come name. I was just throwing Sit it out right there. <laughs> the big house. All right, if you guys have any idea on uh, what we could rank these schools by in the future, please let us know. We're running out of ideas. We may have scraped the bottom of the barrel with baby names. Yes. I, I hope this is our low moment, but hey, look, you'll go lower, I'm sure. Sure. You can only, I mean, you can keep on digging. We it's, threw out dog names, but I just don't think we can go there next. I just got to... Uh, We'll break the schedule down somehow. Uh, Josh says Tulsa is an entertainer at the body shop. Mm. All right. That, no is, that is met with silence. But so. that's not the real name then. Well, I mean, it could be. Does it have to be real name? Some people are born into that line of work by what they're named. Right. Christian said they couldn't find Oswald, so Lee Harvey had to have the last name Updike. Uh, Getting a lot of interaction on the show today. A lot of interaction. A lot of interaction. Some things funnier than others. Um, All right. Thank you. All right. My thought was Charlotte was going to be the entertainer at the body shop. Think so? I don't know. Charlotte seems like an old name (laughs) at this point. I don't hear a lot of new Charlottes around. Uh, Boy, the time flies when you're naming baby names after football teams. Correct. We got to go. Ellerby, thanks for hanging out. See you next week. All right. See you next week. We'll. uh, come up with some homework and we'll see if chandler does it i'm gonna guess no we'll take a break come back when we return wade minter will join us he is the pa announcer at pnc arena we'll talk canes hockey as carolina knocks off new york last night two to one and they go up one nothing in their series we'll talk to wade when we return pirate radio live on a tuesday after this Listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Pirate Water. Get ready to party, pirates. Go to drinkpiratewater.com to find your new treasure. 21 and older only. Pirate Water. Why be yourself? 
when you can be a pirate. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Hey, Brown and Wood is your home of the best selection of GMC, Cadillac, Buick, and Mazda in eastern North Carolina since 1937. Shop their entire inventory online at brownandwoodauto.com or visit them on Greenville Boulevard, Brown and Wood, uh, Greenville's number one dealership and the home of the lifetime powertrain warranty. Now, let's head back into PRL. Here's Cliff. All right, as we look at the Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard presented by Dubuck. Dubuck. Four games tonight in the Stanley Cup playoffs on TBS. It will be Rangers at Devils at 7 o'clock. ESPN Lightning at Maple Leafs at 7.30. ESPN 2 at 9.30. Jets at Golden Knights and on ESPN at 10. It'll be the Kraken uh, in Colorado to face the Avalanche. So, four games tonight. Four games last night. The Eastern Conference team uh, games were won by the home team, Bruins over the Panthers, and we'll talk Canes and Islanders in a moment with Wade Minter and the Western Conference games won by the road team last night, Minnesota over Dallas 3-2, to and the Kings in overtime beating the Oilers 4-3. to Wade Minter joins us now, PA announcer at PNC Arena for the Carolina Hurricanes as the Canes up one nothing in their series against the Islanders. Wade, great to have you back on. How you doing, man? I'm doing all right. Always glad to be on the air in beautiful Greenville. It is a beautiful day today, Wade, and a great day because the Canes were winners last night. Is there any, I don't know, extra ringing in the ears after a home playoff game, Wade? The uh, uh, great crowds. In fact, we talked about it last week. I think the second um, highest attendance in the NHL this year uh, for the Carolina Hurricanes, and I know it was rocking last night. It absolutely was. Um, I even took the unprecedented step for me, first time in kind of the eight years I've been doing this, of wearing an earplug in my open ear, and it was still loud. Um, fortunately for me, I didn't come home with the normal ring I get after uh, Kane's home game, but it was it was powered through that earplug. And yeah, the attendance has been great all year. You mentioned second highest attendance overall in the NHL, uh, only behind Montreal, who have a very large building that they play in. And 31 of the 41 Canes home games this year were sellouts. Uh, far cry from the dark days. It's electric when the Caniacs are up in the building. Absolutely. Talking to Wade Mentor today on the Pirate Radio Live Line. I'm looking ahead to Wednesday night. And, of course, Carolina is a home favorite once again. I'm looking at the, uh, the over-under because I forgot to look at it last night. And the total is five. And if you go over five... Uh, you're paying a, a pretty price for that. So I, I bring that up, Wade, because three goals uh, last night combined uh, by the two teams. Was that number surprising to you? Some uh, some really good goaltending last night on both sides. No, it's kind of right where I thought it would be. Um, you know, you've got Ilya Sorokin for the Islanders, who's really their best player overall. He, he was an all-star this year, and it was very well-deserved. You know, he keeps them in games they don't have any business being in. Um, on the other side, uh, you know, of the two Hurricanes goalies, Coach Brendan Moore decided to go with Andre Ronson. He delivered as well. Some sterling saves on his end. You know, this, this has the makings of a series where most of the games are going to be one, two, one, three, two. Uh, you know, you're not going to get a whole lot of goals on the Canes, and you're not going to get a whole lot of goals on Sorokin. So it's going to be a, t- a tightly uh, contested series, I believe, all games that happen. So, wait, let's talk uh, power play. Kane's got their two goals early on uh, on power plays, and that has been uh, has that been a struggle for Carolina here of late? Uh, was that good to see last night them score with the advantage? Yeah, you you could say it's been a struggle, uh, and you'd be correct. <laughs> uh, the Kane's penalty kill continues to be near the top of the league. It, it's 
very much a bright spot in the Canes repertoire. The power play has been somewhere between average and kind of terrible, especially over the last quarter of the season or so. Uh, hovering in the low 20s, if I remember correctly, coming out of the out of the regular season. But it can be a strength for them. It can be a strength for them if they are getting good net front presence, like you saw on Stefan Nason's goal. Uh, Brent Burns hammers a shot from the point. Nason gets a tip on it. Uh, that's what Brent Burns does best. He, he'll just crank it from the blue line. Sometimes he beats them, and if you got somebody in front of the net, sometimes you can beat them. And then the first power play goal was just a gorgeous – Tic-tac-toe play, Natchez to Burns to Otto, finishes on a one-timer. So it's, it's very optimistic to see that they're putting the pieces together. Team continues to kind of tinker with power play styles, power play personnel. And you, you're you going to have to win the special teams battle every single night against this team. Otherwise, you're going to be in trouble. Andre Svechnikov was there last night, Wade, uh, sounding the siren. Uh, you'd rather see him on the ice uh, skating for the Canes, but... You know, how big is that loss for Carolina when it comes to making a, a serious run to the Stanley Cup final? Do you think they can do it without Svechnikov, or is that loss, you know, too much in the grand scheme of things for them? Well, you're losing a lot of goals. It's two players at the Kings really were going to rely on. Max Pacioretty, who they brought in in the offseason, came back from an Achilles injury, played five games, scored like four goals, and then retore the Achilles. So that's pretty unfortunate for him. For Svetch, just an unfortunate knee injury about a week past the trade deadline, so they can't going to be able to do anything to replace him. That's a lot of goals coming off the board. So it certainly uh, hurts the Hurricanes' chances of making a deep run. But the defense is strong, the goaltending is good, and if you can get guys to, to kind of find the fire, like Seth Jarvis, who had a great season last year, if Ajo continues to be hot, if Terabinen puts it back together, if Natchez becomes the consistent goal scorer that they think he can, I think you're able to replace some, certainly not all of that, of that lost offense, but it does put more pressure on the defense to be stalwart and the goaltending to be good, which is what will keep them in close games. Wade Mentor joining us. We talked to our resident Kaniac, Brooks Hill, who's tuned in on uh, YouTube, checking out this conversation right now last week about uh, this Hurricanes team and what they needed to do the last regular season game. Uh, beat Florida, and it sets them up for the the best possible matchup in round one. So going back there and where we are now facing the Islanders, Wade, uh, it looks like there was some uh, much more difficult paths through the Eastern Conference if they didn't win that game last week. So how important was that win, and, and how do you like this uh, rest of the series with the Islanders? Uh, winnable, very winnable for Carolina? Yeah, it was exceptionally important. Um, you know, the East is a murderer's row right now. There's one, maybe two teams that – are kind of a little bit below the standard, but even they're quite good. So getting the Islanders in the first round, I think, was the better matchup for the Canes. They've had success against them in the regular season. Uh, they have not had a ton of regular season success against the Rangers or Devils, so it's better for us if they kind of beat each other up in a big series before we have to face them. And then you figure, barring a shocking surprise, Eastern Conference champions are going to have to go through Boston. And Boston's been an absolute wagon, record-setting year, ran away with the President's Trophy, wasn't even close. Every year for the past four or five years, I've gone into the season telling myself, this year is the year that Boston kind of comes back to earth. And it never happens. So, you know, if you get through all of that, 
then, you know, the West is on the whole probably a worse conference than the East, but you're, there's a lot of talent over there as well. So getting a chance to come into the playoffs with the Islanders, I think, was the best possible scenario for the game. Bruins, by the way, winners last night, 3-1 to one, over the Florida Panthers. And then I mentioned uh, two road teams, Wild and Kings, winning their series uh, on the road last night in game ones coming up tonight rangers devils you talked about that one uh, a moment ago wade lightning at maple leafs jets at golden knights Kraken at avalanche so uh yeah you've kind of set it up the eastern conference is gonna be just some great series throughout this thing and uh, it sounds like you think the champ uh the hoisting the trophy at the end could could come from the eastern conference i think by and large the east is the better conference you play tougher opponents it's a it's a much more physical style in general which bodes well for the playoffs there are certainly good teams out west you know the kings are are kind of better than they look the stars have talent the abs have kind of come on and they've got some players back vegas is looking good but i feel like and of course edmonton with Connor mcdavid uh finally getting a chance to shine there but i feel like in general i would put 60 40 odds of the east coming out on top uh when all said and done uh, mainly because they've played that style longer throughout the regular season. And, wait, I'd like to bring this up with you when we talk to you as well, now, and now that the playoffs are here. Uh, coverage, and, of course, you were there, and you'll be at all the Canes homes, home games, but when you're watching playoffs on TV uh, or even regular season, uh, what do you think about the coverage of ESPN, TBS? Has it been pretty solid for you this year, and uh, are you excited to watch it throughout the playoffs? Yeah, I mean, I think it's good for the league as a whole to have a, a bigger stage to stand on. So national broadcasts on ESPN's networks, on TBS, on ABC, really do serve to, to raise the profile. I know a lot of Canes fans not necessarily in love with kind of the announcing style there, though they've got a lot of talent announcing, including former Hurricane uh, Kevin Weeks, who, who I like a lot. But, you know, you, you've grown – grown through the season listening to Mike and Tripp and Shane and Hannah. Uh, the good news is Bally will be broadcasting at least the first round. So if you tune into Bally on your cable box or on streaming, you'll get your local guys. And, you know, my parents up in Virginia were watching on ESPN, and that that's good. The, the whole world can tune in and see what the Canes are made of. Planning to hook up with Mike Maniscalco coming up on Thursday's edition of Pirate Radio Live. It'll be a travel day. We'll recap game two and set up the remainder of the series. And while we got you here, Wade, let's set up game two. You said you weren't shocked at the uh, the low scoring last night. Do you expect to see the same coming up Wednesday night in Raleigh? I do. I think uh, every game is going to be pretty tight, pretty low scoring because both teams kind of pride themselves on defense. The Islanders really – you know, rise or fall as Ilya Sorokin does. And I, he played an Ilya Sorokin game last night. I don't expect that to change. I think the real question will be if the Canes ride with Auntie Rossa for a while or, you know, regular season kind of goalie number one, Freddie Anderson gets in some games. Managing the goaltending situation, I think, is going to be the biggest challenge for the coaching staff. Because if, you know, you put in a goalie who's going to have an off night, you're going to have a really hard time getting more than one or two pets. Sorokin so you know that could not not be a good day for you if you do that Wade Mincer joining us Wade always enjoyed the chat and uh, we will keep in touch with you get you back on here throughout this uh, playoff run if you're available so thank you as always Wade and uh, have a good time on Wednesday night I know you will will do let's go Canes 
There he is, Wade Minter, joining us, uh, the voice of PNC Arena for Carolina Hurricanes Hockey. Canes with a victory last night, 2-1. to one. They'll play again coming up. We'll be watching that one at A.J. McMurphy's Wednesday night. Some Hurricanes playoff hockey during sports trivia. Always a fun time. All right, let's take a break. We'll come back. You're ready to wrap up hour number one here on Pirate Radio Live. Let you know what happened last night in the NBA playoffs and more. Uh, what else is going on in the world of sports? A big-ish name from the past that wide receiver has a new home. And I'll ask Chandler if uh, if that makes a ripple. Is that a big deal? We'll talk about a little NFL news and notes. And more when we return. Pirate Radio Live back with you after this. I'm not afraid to cry. You're listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Pirate Water. Get ready to party, pirates. Go to drinkpiratewater.com to find your new treasure. 21 and older only. Pirate Water. Why be yourself when you can be a pirate? Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Are you in outside sales and looking for an opportunity, excuse me, for an opportunity to increase your earning potential? Well, Copy Pro has been in Eastern North Carolina for over 45 years and continues to grow each year and they are in need of more sales professionals with a desire to potentially make a six-figure income. Do you have what it takes? Visit copypro.net today to submit your resume and to learn more. Now, let's head back into PRL. Here's Clip. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live here on a Tuesday. I'm going to save this story, see if Molly's got any thoughts on it. Um, State's top freshman quarterback, Jason Shepard, is transferring from Riverside to J.H. Rose. Interesting. And as somebody pointed Hmm. out on the comments when Pirate Radio posted this, this week's sign that the apocalypse is upon us. High school transfers make the news. Um, well, J.H. Rose invented the transfer portal. I say this as a bitter Conley Viking. Like every good player in the area magically uh, moves to the Rose District and plays for them over the years. Once again, bitter Conley guy talking right now. Um, but uh, yeah, I've seen that happen a few times, but interesting. Um, we got high school transfers now. I'm a true leopard. I, I, I stayed. At <laughs> hey, my a leopard school. doesn't change his stripes. I'm a loyal leopard. Spots. A leopard is loyal. Well, that was the joke. Oh. <laughs> Go ahead. A leopard is loyal. Is that right? So is a jaguar. Okay. So Leopards and jaguars. What a matchup that would be. All right, moving on. <laughs> uh, Chandler, if I told you that Allen Robinson was on the move, does that matter in 2023? No. I need you to use your words. You can't just shake your head. We're on radio. No. <laughs> no? You think he's done? I I just, I don't know. I don't, I'm not a big Allen Robinson guy. I was about 10 years ago. But he was put into a bad offense. And, okay, so he was with the Jags and then the Bears. And it was like, all right, and fine. And now he's going to the Steelers. Find this guy a quarterback and, and he could be something and i don't know at some point he's got to kind of make his own path he can't just wait for a quarterback 
uh went to the rams and that didn't work out because uh you know stafford got hurt so he has been kind of plagued with poor passers and now he gets um what a or the young guy up there in pittsburgh or uh pickett yeah kenny pickett uh i'm kind of with you i don't think this makes a ripple um in the nfl season or the fantasy season no so maybe we'll be proven wrong people but. are going to forget is this is going to be one of those moves where um when we get to the season or, or when we get to the preseason people are going to forget they're going to see Allen robinson play yeah. for the steelers they're going to say oh i forgot that happened i yeah. forgot he went to the steelers so and it hasn't happened yet but adam schefter saying the steelers are expected to trade for Rams receiver Allen Robinson. Uh, looks like, and what do you get in return for Allen Robinson these days? Um, a seventh round pick. Oh, wait, you're trading, you're just swapping seventh round picks, it appears. <laughs> so it is a, a, a non factor. But the Steelers did give up Chase Claypool. He went to the Bears at the towards the end of last year, right? So uh, they do add Allen Robinson. But I'm with you. I don't think it's. Uh, will cause much of a ripple for the NFL season. I uh, saw a headline that said uh, Scott Fitterer made it clear today that Alabama quarterback Bryce Young has not told he will be the number one pick. So, so Young canceled the rest of his pre-draft visits, which means he is going to be either the number one or number two pick. Uh, Fitterer says that was a decision he made on his own. Uh, I refer you to his reps and to Bryce as to the why. So everybody's being very cryptic about this. But apparently, uh, Fitterer did not tell Bryce Young he will be the number one pick. Uh, do you think, I mean, at some point it's going to come out. What's the betting line at right now? That's one way to that is a good question. To really look at what's happening here. Because the lines, I remember it was C.J. Stroud a big number to go to Carolina and then like two weeks uh, it started to flip a little bit mm-hmm. in favor of Bryce Young so I'm trying to find out if I could see number one pick uh, number one overall pick wow Bryce Young is now minus 2000 CJ Stroud plus 600 so Bryce Young Holy is going to be the number one pick well and I, I and I want to know what the number was before Adam Schefter went on NFL Live or whatever program it was and said that his trip and his visit to the Texans is basically a waste of time. Right. For, Bry- for Bryce Williams, or excuse me, Bryce Williams, for Bryce Young and for the Texans, it's a waste of time because apparently the Panthers have made their choice and their choice is Bryce Young. That uh, could and according to the lines will be the first name called next Thursday in the NFL draft. All right, uh, NBA playoffs last night. Bit of a surprise. The Kings up two games to nothing over the Warriors. And you had another Draymond Green ejection. And what year are we in? This still happens in 2023? It's ridiculous. (laughs) This guy is a... Although DeMontis Sabonis did act like he got shot in the chest. The shotgun. I mean, here's the thing. It's so the guy did stomp on him. It's such a joke, like these NBA skirmishes. 
and Draymond Green is involved in every single one of them. Even um, when he's not involved, he finds his way into the <laughs> into the situation. Uh, the most important thing for the uh, the Warriors, though, they lose one fourteen one oh six. Kings up two nothing. Sixers with a big second half, knocking off the Nets. Three games coming up tonight on the Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard presented by Da Buck. Buck. Celtics up one game to nothing over the Hawks. They play at seven o'clock, seven thirty. Knicks at Cavs. Knicks up one game nothing in Cleveland. And then the Clippers beat the Suns. My Suns, my fake Suns in game one it'll be uh sons and clippers tonight tnt at 10 o'clock on the buccaneer music hall scoreboard presented by the buck the buck did you make a trip to virginia for the sons i did not i did not put in a future the future is dark for me Uh, all right no no future picks for the uh, nba championship all right let's take a break we'll come back mully man will join us we'll talk some pirate baseball some mlb look around at what's going on in the world of sports hour two of pirate radio live is on the way on a tuesday and we'll be back with you after this listening to hour two of pirate radio live this hour is brought to you by university pc care your local tech support experts for all your business needs let university pc care take care of it so you can take care of business visit universitypccare.com to learn more today now back to the show Welcome back. Do you need custom t-shirts, apparel, or promotional items for your business, organization, or event? Well, keep it local. Print it local with University Sportswear. Contact them today at universitysportswearenc.com, the official sportswear provider of Pirate Radio. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. Back with you on Pirate Radio Live here on a Tuesday. Clip Rock here with you, getting some uh, messages and tweets in about high school transfers. Let me read this from Chad. Maybe I should read it in my head before I read it out loud. Do you remember when the Conley had a top football basketball player transfer to Rose and one of the coaches made a stink about it? The kid came back to Conley for one day before suddenly having a new address. I don't remember that, Chad, but I did make the comment as a bitter Conley Viking that J.H. Rose uh, invented the transfer portal and uh mentioned that because the top freshman quarterback in the state is transferring to jh rose and apparently that's uh that's news from where from riverside hmm, okay martin county i believe yeah so uh we think about high school transfers my man i look I, <laughs> I mean you know it's it, it, it's just the nature of uh the nature of the beast and it's not new again this has been going on since before i was in high school and while i was in high school and so growing up in charlotte when we got done with middle school we were in an open program so we had you had magnet schools like if you want to go to um if you want to do air force rotc then you could go to uh independence if you want to go into cad you could go to garinger if you want to go you know so they schools had different ways that if you wanted to go into that program that was the only school that offered it you were coming out of an open middle school then you could go to any of those programs that's so, your workaround to get good athletes at your school so the 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 coaches would we'd have four or five coaches come visit with us and the football coach would bring us in and he was the ad 
and they would say hey you know if you want to come here now you know you can do this if you want to go and you know they all kind of gave their spill and um it just you know was what it was man check out our rtc this year everybody's six eight or taller yeah That's looking looking good out there interesting. Yeah. and it was it was we also, gotta get new uniforms it was also interesting that you would only have to stay in that class for like a pe- like until the drop ad period or whatever so mm. you, you know you 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 weren't necessarily uh, committed to be in that program forever i don't know if it still is that way but that was you know how it was Yep, uh, it's just the way it is. Mike Mullis joining us in the Pirate Radio studios. Mully, I guess we'll get uh, started with some Pirate baseball. Eight games at home, eight wins at home, and the last two by the run rule variety. Think about run rule in college baseball. Oh, man, I think it's huge for for the quality of the game. I mean, you, you know, they think about how many arms are going to be burned in those additional six innings if yeah. they have to play them out. And, and I'm going to tell you that it, it's – Man, Cincinnati's fallen a long ways. What was it, two years ago, three years ago, they won the conference? They won the conference tournament, tournament kind of fluky-ish. But, man, they that was a um, – the Pirates did exactly what they needed to do against that Cincinnati team. Yeah, they uh, they were not uh, very good, especially pitching-wise. Uh, ECU pitching, uh, once again, Trey Savage, uh, solid. Carter Spivey, pitcher of the week. Josh Gross said yesterday he didn't remember seeing that many outs in a row without a strikeout where uh, Spivey kind of pitches the contact, didn't get his first strikeout until maybe fourth or fifth inning. Yep. Uh, and then Gross was upset at himself for the walks and was only able to go four and two-thirds. But even he had, a again, a high number of strikeouts, and uh, the Pirate bullpen was able to take care of the rest of the game. So, once again, starting pitching, uh, looking great for the Pirates. Yeah, the two plays made in the outfield Friday night were huge. Um, you know, two two balls taken away that well, nearly back to back. Were they back to back plays or in the same inning? But uh, you know, not. I mean, a very well rounded effort, and and now they go on the road, and you know, this is it's that time. It's that time of the year to get on the road and kind of get away from some of the things that you have to deal with at home, and it's a different pace on the road. So, um, you know, what and what a, I mean, I'm really jealous tomorrow night. What a great venue, and that's just it's one of my favorite places to watch a ball game at. Uh, truest field i guess is truest part whatever it's called but you know downtown charlotte and um should be, that should be a great that should be a great game to watch pirates uh win streak has come without jacob jenkins coward as well as he continues to hopefully heal up and get back in the lineup but we said even at the time that you've got some guys ready to to step up and carter cunningham has certainly done that we've seen riley johnson who's dealing with an injury of his own come in as a defensive replacement but cam clonch again i uh, mentioned his name quite a bit he is uh he's hitting the ball josh moylan who has been in the lineup all year uh, has been maybe your most consistent hitter yeah I'm, you know the the little run that michael ravich is on is pretty A-Max, good too yeah. but you know you you know a kid like clonch really um has paid his dues like he's there's been plenty of times where you know the, the common question when the lineup goes up is you know where's clonch why because it it just seems like when he gets in um you know he delivers the goods so but to see him in the lineup as a you know as an everyday guy uh, I mean, again, it, it it's the testament to not entering the transfer portal. Like, hey, I'm gonna you know I'm gonna pay my dues. I'm gonna buy my time. I'm gonna work to you know improve my game and be a bigger part of the team. And man, it has certainly uh, paid dividends for him and for you know for the club to this point. 
Uh, we talked to Brandon Manning weekly. Right now, he is uh, knee deep in jury duty. Yeah. Molly, uh, we hope to get him on Thursday. But a lot of people catching that jury duty stuff lately. Like, yeah, yeah, it's contagious. We had it's like the a new COVID. We had a high school reunion uh, in there yesterday. Um, he says sweep at home when two out of three on the road, and you're in good shape. That that was his philosophy last year. East Carolina was able to basically sweep everything for the most part in conference play but looking at it big picture right now number seven in the the, the ba and d1 polls you want to be in a position to host you want to be in a possible position like you were last year have the pirates set themselves up to do that with the yeah i don't know to this point to the i mean to this point you can't argue with the body work i I, the what you can argue with is if you look at the conference rpi schedule that's the that's the problem uh some of the midweek losses don't help you uh but y- you know the bright side is campbell is a that's, top 10 11 teams it's a big deal and that, that's the thing is you find yourself in a position to cheer for teams that you uh you know otherwise don't want to cheer for so um no i i mean i yeah i i i would say that the body of work to this point is been you know uh, above if, if it's fair to say above average as far as putting them in a position to uh, clearly be in the postseason i don't think there's any question right. about that yeah. the hosting situation is a whole different deal and and it's going to boil down to what you know what what the voters look at with with again with the conference and kind of where it's at you need to once again have a stellar conference record the pirates have been able to win 20 games in this conference what four out of the last five times they've played something like that three in a row uh and right now sitting at seven and two those two blemishes of course coming on the road where the pirates will find themselves this weekend at wichita state yeah and that's i mean i think you get through wichita state you look at the flip side is you get cincinnati for three more at their place so you gotta feel like you go in there and and have all the expectations in the world i mean if you can expect to sweep a series that would be one that you would think you know but again, hard to beat anybody three times at their place. Uh, you know, you've heard that cliche a million times. Wichita State is uh, is playing much better than they played last year. Uh, I, I mean, I think they're to get through this weekend. Uh, you know, in, in, on the upside of the win column, uh, you know, get two down there. Uh, I think it does put you kind of right where you want to be going into the the back, you know, kind of the home stretch of the of the coming. What we got four weeks left in the regular season? I think I think it's four weekend series. Uh, so I mean, it's at Wichita, Tulane, at Cincinnati, Memphis, South Florida. So okay, five. five. So we're uh, and those midweek games, Mully. You know, at Charlotte, but then at NC State, third game against North Carolina, chance to get a very impressive three game sweep mm-hmm. over them. Uh, at Old Dominion, and then Campbell. You gotta you gotta beat Campbell once this year. Need to get so those midweek games are, are big. They're huge. Yeah, these last five. Yeah, yeah, they're big. So uh, what? That's a you know. I, I until you just read it that way. I, I I guess I had looked at it, but I didn't realize that, that that's kind of murderer's row for midweek games. So, but what a great chance to make a statement. And uh, you know, I, I would much rather have those games at this part of the year when you're you know kind of playing into those. So, um, yeah, I mean it, it's. Again, it's another cliche, but I do think they control their own destiny to a point. I, the, the challenge is going to become what these other regional type teams do with, you know, does does Campbell, you know, Campbell had a bad loss this past weekend. They lost the first game of their series uh, with a team that really, you know, shouldn't have been able to play with them. Um, but, you know, it, it depends. 
a lot of the hosting is going to depend on what these other teams do and uh, knowing cliff Gowan, he's not going to tinker with the weekend rotation he's going to keep that what it is but sure. you're you get garrett sailor back and you hope and you think that root hunter sailor and whatever else you can throw is good enough to win midweek against. let me tell team. you something and I, I think it's very interesting and I, I i'm pretty sure we talked about this earlier on that i felt like root would find himself as a starter at some point I think it says a lot about how they feel about him, knowing that how important these midweek games are and the fact that he's going to be, uh, he at least appears to be the midweek guy. So you got a true freshman going out getting these types of quality starts. It's it, I like his chances this year, and I think it pays huge dividends down the road. Are you And you find it interesting he doesn't throw. We haven't seen him much weekend because and, and th- yeah, midweek is yeah, his and, and he's a freshman. Yeah. And, it, you know, there, there is a fatigue factor with a freshman. He's not the most physical kid in the world. Uh, so, I, you know, I, I think they have to be mindful of that. And you think about the way that, that – that, you know ak and 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 the whole staff had to manage the pitching staff last year it's got to be almost refreshing and i mean and I, you know i heard chandler talking about it yesterday with the guys that you know a guy could settle into a role and know that i am the saturday guy or i am the midweek guy and that's you know that's a nice thing and the, and the bullpen is what allows that mike mullis joining us talking to pirate baseball east carolina in action wednesday in charlotte it'll be at truest field coming up at six o'clock then this weekend friday saturday sunday against the shockers of wichita state what are those game times clip for the uh weekend? seven o'clock friday night three o'clock on saturday and two o'clock yeah. on sunday i thought they were a little bit different than what we've seen you're gonna make it to doke field next tuesday for ecu state uh, I, you know what? I doubt it. I, I would imagine it'll probably be a fairly difficult ticket to come by, but, um, but not no. for you. Well, not for me, but I, you know, <laughs> I like yeah. how you just say, well, I mean, I, I agree with you, but <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, Mike Mullis joining us. We'll take a break. Come back more to go. Pirate radio live here on a Tuesday more with Mully. If you got a pirate baseball question, anything else you want to talk about, you can get that in on Facebook live and YouTube. We got a question for Jamie we'll get to. And also a stat from Johnny Stats. Johnny Robertson has a stat for us that we'll get to when we return on Pirate Radio Live after this. You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by University PC Care, your local tech support experts for all your business needs. Let University PC Care take care of it so you can take care of business. Visit universitypccare.com to learn more today. Now, back to the show. Welcome back from sales to service. Greenville Auto World has all of your vehicle needs covered. You can shop all of their inventory now at greenvilleautoworld.net. If you're also looking for someone to service your vehicle, Greenville Auto World has a full service and repair facility. They do brakes, oil changes, tires, inspections, and repair any kind of vehicle. Greenville Auto World, across from Speedway at Bells Fork and online at greenvilleautoworld.net. Thanks to Tim Sutton for his sponsorship of the program. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here is Clip Rock. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live, watching NFL Live. And, of course, they're talking NFL Draft. And in this latest mock draft from Mel Kuyper, he has the Titans selecting Will Levis, and it just seems like the Titans, and I know Chad, the Titans fan, is going to tell me Ryan Tannehill is the thing, but 
are they just destined to never have a good quarterback again they had steve mcnair that's 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 the last one i can think of and i want to look up titan starting quarterbacks uh since then because it has not been a stellar list young had his 15 minutes of fame very very little I, when of, i say 15 minutes of fame, was, i literally mean 15 i want to say they got to the playoffs his rookie year and that was about it so uh since mcnair they've had vince young and Kerry collins collins handed it off very good to chris johnson he did a good job doing that they've had matt hasselback jake locker who retired early said football's not for me fitz magic zach mettenberger charlie whitehurst marcus mariota didn't really he was okay he was very decent and then you've gone to Tannehill, malik willis apparently they're ready to give up on him already josh dobbs since since uh steve mcnair they just have not been able to find their guy well and i don't think this this uh this guy is Levis. Yeah, that's kind of my point I, it, that's the whole thing with the with this draft and and you know we've talked about some before but you know the panthers making the play they did to trade up to the number one pick and i just don't see the quarterback there that is worthy of the number one overall pick but i, I guess we're going to see it bryce young appears to be that guy for frank reich as uh we talked about it earlier the the betting odds overwhelmingly say young will be the number one pick and not cj stroud isn't it amazing to you how a guy like frank reich who's a recycled uh recently fired head coach now comes into another organization but is given so much aut- autonomy to make these yes and no these decisions that affect the long-term viability of the panthers well no because it happens all the time ron rivera was given even more power in washington than he had in carolina after he was fired well he really couldn't screw washington up though and the panthers, <laughs> are, than the panthers are so much better um I, look it's a it's a retread game i haven't said all that i like frank Reich. i think he was a, he was a good hire for carolina i mean what makes him well i mean in your opinion what makes him the good hire i believe he has a good offensive mind he was a super bowl winning offensive coordinator they were decent but not great in indianapolis uh as they were decent last year no not last year but i mean that's what i'm saying if like to me like the greatest coach in the nfl right now is i don't think there's a question is mike tomlin because he he has made something out of nothing every year for how many years i think you're wrong they got but they've got nothing andy reed yeah, but you give give Mike Tom and those studs, and let's see what happens. I look, I, I think you do McVay, your bay. I like Shanahan. I like a lot of guys. I more think than you Tomlin. do your better job of co- it's more it's more of an impressive job of coaching. If you don't now, it's bad GMing if you don't have players. But it, but if the coach, I'm take, still going to disagree. Tomlin had Roethlisberger, uh, Le'Veon Bell, so Antonio Brown. Roethlisberger's last three years, he was hot garbage. They won one Super Bowl, which he, is great. He, yeah, he was an absolute dumpster fire at the end. He was he was given way too much. Okay, how about uh, in his prime? Many years he had the all pros did, on offense. Did Roethlisberger have a prime? I mean, really, if we talk about it, did he? <laughs> no, no, no. Seriously. The dude has always had issues. What do you mean? I mean, he could throw it. Yeah, he's a quarterback. You okay. got to throw it. Well, no, and but he could, mobility zero. He always had something going on off the field. I okay. No, that is not true either. He had that one thing in a bathroom when he was young, and that was it. There wasn't anything else after that. You want to Google that? 
What do you what's Roethlisberger off the field? Sure. I'll yeah, I think there were, there were more issues than that. But I, I mean, I just don't think Tomlin's ever had the the donkeys to run with. <laughs> Antonio Brown, Le'Veon Bell. Okay, that's two. How many do you donkeys do you well, want? Let's go. Okay, two. Now, see, this is when this is the old clip. He loses his emotional I, stability. I, I think when well, someone, this all started when you said and all, hands down, no argument. I, Mike Tomlin's the best coach. I, I disagree with I, that. I don't think hands down, no argument was the statement. We have it on tape. Okay, well, we don't run tape anymore. <laughs> I have it on YouTube. Can't, I can pull it up right now. Can't, I mean, can't we just have a reasonable conversation as two buddies talking sports? If or, you're going to be mean, reasonable, we well, can. I, I, mean, I, I mean, I am being reasonable. <laughs> All right. Thank you for... Uh, I, I needed to wake up a little bit. Well, you always wake me up. Uh, let's see. We got some questions. Austin does not have a question for Mully. Uh, he did just want to say he's excited for a new edition of Name That Sound, Only a Gen X or Older Knows this week. So Austin continuing to get his shots in on Shirley Rhodes. Um, <laughs> uh, Jamie does have a couple of questions. Does winning the conference and conference tournament with a decent record assure hosting a regional? That's a great question. He says, I think so. I, 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 th- that's the whole point. There's no uh, like absolute yes. I think it'd it's be a, a lot easier if there was like a checklist. Well, it'd be a lot on. easier. Okay, if we do those things and then run the table in the midweek games, yes, then you're in. Now, is that how probable is that? I don't know. It's going to be difficult to beat Carolina three times. It's going to be difficult to be beat by Campbell three times. There you go. So I mean, I you know I uh, I don't know that that, that conversation has been had a lot, and, and I'm very curious. It will be interesting to me to see how many teams get into the conference, into the postseason, to the regionals from the conference. I mean, is it a two bid from our conference? Yeah, it's one, right? I mean, I, I, mean, I would think it's one, but yeah. you, you know, you could maybe sneak two in if you have a, if you win the regular season, lose the conference tournament. Is that body work enough to well, get you? I think it gets you in if you're East Carolina, but you go as a three seed well right now houston has to be on the track if anybody because of what they did against east carolina and i will check in and see what they have done since then since we were watching dale murphy eat chips at aj mcmurphy's and dives at tiebreakers tiebreakers sorry they're 20 and 16 so yeah i mean it's a great bob no it's it's a fairly lackluster conference after the pirates they've won their two series they've gone two and one uh wichita and south florida so yeah i guess they would need to crank it up uh let's see jamie says it would be nice to schedule coastal carolina for a series during the year to help balance out a weak conference schedule i've always won i mean we played them in football we had them here for a regional right and that was a lot of fun yeah i wonder why we don't see them more well i you know that's a i mean obviously it's a, a you know a, a non-answer but it's a scheduling decision that apparently I, maybe the staff can't get together on i mean i don't know but it would be it, it's not just coastal Car- coastal carolina excuse me there are there are several teams that i would love to see come in for a three gamer that you know that would be a uh you know kind of a regional type game and i don't mean regional as in postseason regional but regional competition to come in for a three i mean look campbell for three games on a weekend series would be great yeah we do it i mean or or maybe do the coastal midweek home and home like at home home and uh meet halfway at a minor league park or something yeah i i just would like to see teams like that play i still enjoy three games at our place three games at your place our fans get 
the experience your fans get the experience i mean i you know the minor league stuff is great and i i i, I thought it was kind of interesting yesterday again listening to some of the answers i i um i really felt like and i would be curious again that uh, these guys play in such nice facilities now that the minor league ballparks it's not a big deal. I, I don't. I, I mean, I wonder how big of a deal it is to the kids. But to hear them talk about it, hey, it's a place to play they've never played before, and you know that's that's kind of cool. But I don't think there's a better environment that they could play in than than when they come to Clark Clare Stadium right. on a you know Friday night game. Is that the atmosphere is just it's you, you can't you can't replicate that in most minor league parks. All right, a um, couple of notes from Jamie says, as a diehard Colts fan, uh, the Panthers can have Reich. He's a bad play caller. Thank you, especially on the goal line. What do you mean, thank you? Why did you say thank you there? Because you I agree. agree. Do you have you seen what Steelers fans say about Mike Tomlin and play calling? I, I didn't ask them that. All right, but you, you I just don't. You I didn't ask anything. I don't see how Frank Reich is deserving of being given the keys to the castle. Okay. He just got fired. Yeah. Uh, Eric says, "Yo, Uncle Mully." Yo, any new happenings going on at five star virtual you can share with us nah, it's kind of quiet on that front right now okay but we do have so that's funny you asked there are some yeah probably the next couple of weeks there'll be some uh cool things to share all right eric bring that up in a couple of weeks uh and we have some stats from johnny stats johnny robertson our stat guy moylan hoove and amac are batting a combined 417 in the current eight game winning streak the pirates have scored or they I guess those three have have scored a combined 34 runs during the same time. Would that be a team stat or just them three guys stat? 34 in eight games? I guess it could be just nah, them. It would be just them because you, yeah. you think this past weekend right. the team scored, what, nearly 30. Yeah. All right. Thank you, Johnny. Stat- and how about Hoove, Molly? Every time we, the collective we, try to be like, all right, the the Hoove thing, it's it, look, great, gritty guys, run his course. He goes on a tear, and he does it with solid contact. He does it with his choppers. He does it in the field. When I say choppers, not his teeth, uh, chomp. I mean his choppers over the first baseman head for a three-run triple. He just does it. He just gets the job done. Right, puts it in play. A lot to be said for putting the ball in play and keeping the ball out of the air, opposed to you know launch angle and some of the things that are talked about now. I, you know, I've always liked teams that didn't give up free outs through strikeouts. So I, you know, yeah, he's uh, he is the epitome of a really good college player. The, you know, the, the pro prospects, yeah, but as a college player, that's the guy you want on your team. And he has done everything for this team in his time here. And I liked uh, he's such a, a laid back guy. I like Josh Moylan a couple weeks ago or last week when we talked to him. Said when I said Lane, do you ever get mad about anything? He doesn't seem like he's a guy that gets mad. Josh says he'll get fired up if somebody's lacking a little mm-hmm. bit in the hustle department if the team if it, if they're not if something doesn't look right who will get them straight i like to hear that that's good that's good that's that. what you want out of a fifth year all right uh let's see anything else going on mully man um braves are awesome and they're hurt yes and they're awesome well speaking of hurt i was gonna say this before you went to the Braves thing because i just kind of caught it up. what about jalen hurts's contract what's your uh can I can I ask you that question without you raising your voice or is he deserving of that contract? Uh yes. Where do you put him like quarterbacks? Top. What do you think? Top five? I Man. Mean, uh quarterbacks. So Mahomes. Hertz or Herbert? Hertz. Okay. 
Hurts or Rodgers currently? Hurts. <laughs> Hurts or... I mean, yeah, he's going to be pretty high up there because everybody... I mean, you got... Obviously, you got a clear front runner. Hurts or Tua? Hurts. Hurts. Yeah. You, you got Mahomes, maybe Josh Allen. Hurts or Allen? Allen. Uh, that's a... that. that if that's a question, that's, he's top three. Well, that's dependent in what, what kind of offense you're going to run. I think they are so different that it would be you know you you know that that would be two very different teams i don't freak out about the whole highest paid player ever because that always changes like it'll it changes all the time by the way so aaron Rodgers was (laughs) does that mean he gets a pay bump i I, he's still a packer i it it's he's the most i i don't even know how to quantify in words what is going on with that whole deal right now it literally i used the example yesterday standing at a long table when this conversation came up and i said literally it's like aaron Rodgers is standing where i'm standing and the packers are standing at the other end and they're both looking at each other like all right i'm not gonna do anything are you gonna do it i mean <laughs> it's very strange and you know an aaron Rodgers deal i mean he's to me he's made it fairly clear like i'll play for the jets or i won't play yeah hurts or lamar jackson Man, that's a tough Ooh. one. It, 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 I, I got to give the nod to Hurts strictly because Lamar Jackson's health. All right. Hurts or Dak, you're definitely going Hurts there. Yeah, I mean. Uh, yeah, I guess Jalen Hurts is top five-ish at this point. You know, and, and the way he got to this point in his life and career, to me, is an incredible story. Like, you just don't see guys... He went through a lot at Alabama in the in a very very public eye, pulled from a game, gets brought back in the next national championship game late. I mean, it's oh, I left it, out a name. It's very storybook. I left out a name. Uh, Jansen and Robert and Jamie have brought up Hertz or Joe Burrow. Mm, that's a good one. I'll I, take Burrow. I may go Burrow on that one. Yeah. So Jamie's got Mahomes, Burrow, Allen, Hurts. I mean, that I, seems I, pretty I like fair. Yeah. To answer your question, yes, he is top five. Who I would take right now and paid number one. What a uh, what a rise. What uh, and, you know, I know everybody's talking about this, but what 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 this does do for Lamar Jackson's negotiations? Like it'll be interesting to see how that shakes and where where's he right now with the Ravens? Like how how do they how do they feel about each other? Is this like hey man, it's strictly business? You know. We'll let the front office deal with that stuff. When it comes to football, we, you know, we, we we know what we're trying to do. I mean, it's... So the last thing we heard publicly was he requested a trade, right? Right. And we haven't really heard anything Nothing. publicly Crickets. since then. They have signed Odell Beckham since then, which is that me a, felt like... Is that a carrot? Is I, o, is o, does Odell I, Beckham... He would, he would probably be the best receiver Jackson's worked with there. See, he's the Frank Reich of wide receivers. Because he tries to go to Dallas, he couldn't pass physicals. But now they're going to pay him. What they pay him like thirteen million guaranteed with a incentive package up to eighteen million. I mean, for a guy that it, what has Odell done? He's got the catch. He made one catch. I'll ask you this: He had some monster numbers, but it didn't really relate to much winning he is a headache for teams he did go to i thought he played as good as he's played did i with the rams, with the rams and then got hurt in the super in the bowl, super right? bowl yeah. yeah i'll ask you the question you asked me about Allen robinson does obj move the needle i don't think so not with i don't I, think I he mean, does on a on a good receiving core he's like number three 
<laughs> okay, on a on a good. One. I'm saying on a good receipt in a good a good group of receivers, he's number three. With the Ravens, maybe he's two. Is he one? Well, who's he's number one? Be one. I, 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 that's what I'm. At. He can't be. I mean, if he's your number one, you're not very good. So they lost Hollywood Brown. Who yeah, are Duvernay. the? Uh, oh, their best receivers. They're tight end. Uh, Mark Andrews. Right. Rashad Bateman, Nelson Aguilar. Am I looking? I'm, Do they still have Duvernay? If they do, Chandler, then good for them. Bateman, uh, Devin Duvernay, Aguilar, Prochet, he's their best receiver. Prochet. That dude SMU. made some plays at SMU. Yeah. So, yeah, they are lacking in the receiver department, as they seem to always be. Yeah, and, you know, that's one of those positions that you would seem to be able to go out to the draft and recruit an impact, like, fairly quickly. But there's also a lot of hit-miss guys, or a lot of uh, miss guys, Jamie's asked a good question. When's the last time he played a full season? I will look at his games played right now on Pro Football Reference. Uh, he, being Lamar, uh, or no, being, being Odell, Odell. Oh gosh, has played in. Wow, I had to be three or this. four years. Uh, Twenty nineteen with the Browns, he yeah. played sixteen games. Yep, got just over a thousand yards. So uh, that has been his last. Yeah, I, I just don't. If that's your number one, it's you're in trouble. Yep all right uh molly good chat today yeah we had some highs voices and some lows good to hear you uh get so impassioned again mike tomlin hands down best coach in football yeah i think he is Uh, it's okay i like and i like tomlin you had me arguing against him and i I didn't have you doing anything you're a grown man but we are on a show where we're doing a back and forth and there was no need to argue it was just a conversation i mean it was just that but i enjoyed it thank you we'll take a break come back more to go hour two pirate radio live on a tuesday back with you after these words baby when i met you there was peace unknown You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by University PC Care, your local tech support experts for all your business needs. Let University PC Care take care of it so you can take care of business. Visit universitypccare.com to learn more today. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. For the latest breaking news, interesting stories, and awesome contests that can make you a winner, be sure to follow Pirate Radio on our social media. You can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at PR927FM. You can join the over 62,000 followers today. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here is your host, Clip Rock. All right, that chat from Molly uh, made me want to do a little exercise here with Chandler. Are you up for an exercise? sure jazzer size um my internets are messed up Jazz hands. i want to play would you rather have the number one pick or this particular quarterback okay with you because i was thinking about this all right how you know molly said when the the panthers traded up is there a quarterback worth getting in this draft to give up all that that capital for so we'll go in the Panthers fan opinion, Chandler Honeycutt. And just looking at the 
And we don't know what Bryce Young is going to be. We don't know what C.J. Stroud's going to be. We don't. We're going. But would you rather have Josh Allen or the number one pick? Josh Allen. Tua or the number one pick? Number one pick. Okay. Okay. Uh, Mac Jones or the number one pick? Mm, number one pick. Did you really have to think about that? Number one pick. Okay. Yeah, I, I didn't have to think about it too long. Uh, who's the Jets quarterback? Zach Wilson currently? Number one pick. Yeah. Uh, Burrow or number one? Yeah, uh, Burrow. Lamar or number one? Lamar. Uh, Kenny Pickett or number one? Number one. Okay. Deshaun Watson or number one? <laughs> we, number one. The pant- really? After what uh, after what we saw last year when he came back. Oh, so it didn't matter what the off the field. You're talking strictly on the field? If you're talking strictly on the field, this is not my game. This is your game. I would clearly take just Deshaun Watson over Bryce Young or C.J. Stroud. But it's your game, and you're saying number one pick. Number one pick. Okay. Uh, let's see. Well, the Titans are going to the um how about trevor lawrence or number one trevor i'll get trevor lawrence yeah you should uh ryan Tannehill or number one number one okay colts do the colts have a quarterback they're gonna draft a guy yeah i think like davis uh what's the guy's uh, what's the dude's name for houston uh mills davis mills or number one? Uh, number one. Yeah, it's pretty easy. Mahomes or number one? Uh, Mahomes. Uh, Gilbert or number one? Gilbert? Or uh, the, the Chargers quarterback. Oh, uh, Justin Herbert. Herbert, yeah. Uh, I get Herbert. How about... Oh, Carr went to the uh, Saints, Saints, right? Yeah. Carr, number one. number one i think you are I, I hope this number one hits for you chandler i really hope it does russell wilson or number one man I, i've been ready for you to ask me this one I, russell wilson yeah you got to yeah i know how bad he was last year russell wilson but you again you don't know what these rookies are going to be hurts or number one hurts dak or number one dak Daniel Jones or number one? Ah, interesting. Number one. I think I'm taking Danny Dimes. Oh, I can't believe goodness. it. Sam Howell or number one? Number one. Kirk Cousins or number one? I'd go Kirk Cousins. Uh, uh, Jared Goff or number one? Number one. I guess you'd rather have... Well, Aaron Rodgers are number one. Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. How about Jordan Love or number one? Number one. Yeah, me too. And how about Justin Fields or number one? Mm, Justin yeah. Fields. Really? I think so. You're going to give him a shot. All and right. That means we can get DJ Moore back. Who's the Bucks quarterback? Uh, Baker Mayfield. <laughs> <laughs> Baker Mayfield or number one? number one Jameis or number one number one yeah i I don't understand the Jameis doubt play Jameis. why did he not play last year 
Um, he's going to throw 40 touchdowns, but he's going to throw 40 interceptions, so it evens out. Desmond Ritter, our number one. Number one. Yeah. How about uh, Brock Purdy, or number one? Number one. Jimmy Garoppolo, or number one? Number one. Uh, you like Jimmy G? Kind of. Who's the other uh, Niners quarterback that can't Trey Lance. play? Trey Lance or number one? Number one. But you're taking Jimmy G? No, I tell you what. No, I'll uh, I'll take Trey Lance and I'll I'll give up Jimmy G for number one. Geno Smith or number one? Ah! Number one. Wow. Who's the Rams quarterback? Oh yeah, they still have uh, Stafford. Stafford coming off injury. Stafford or number one? Stafford. Yeah. And Kyler Murray, the Cardinals won four games last year. Kyler Murray or number one? That's a that might be the best one yet. Because the guy that's minus two thousand is basically the same size. He's very Kyler Murray ish. I just go number one. All right, it sounds like you are uh, ready to roll the dice with Bryce Young. Because you passed up on some some guys that, you know, you've you've had a sample size of. Yeah. I just, I'm, I'm ready to take that jump, I guess. That jump that we haven't had a chance to take in, in the past, but we're here now. We took a, we've already took a jump by going from the ninth pick to the first overall pick. That just tells me that there's a lot of confidence in this front office for the Panthers, whether it's Scott Fitter, David Tepper, or the head football coach, Frank Reich, that they like one of these guys, whether it's C.J. Stroud or Bryce Young. Right now, it sounds like it's Bryce Young, but they have confidence in, in this in this quarterback draft class, especially from those two. Oh, okay. So, so I asked who the Colts quarterback was. Uh, the Colts fan, Jamie, says, ECU alum Gardner Minshew or – folk nick folk all right those guys are number one <laughs> number one okay yeah. all right i would love Minshew as a backup that'd be fun robert's broken down the film he says when you break down the film on bryce young he's clearly a quality quarterback 20 percent better than stroud 20 percent <laughs> wow how did I you think he's just trying to be better than johnny stats how did you come up with that number how did you break it down and then say now? this is Robert Dietrich? Twenty percent better than Stroud. All right, all right. I'll, I'm going to take your word better. for it. <laughs> Cass said, "Are the Commanders getting a tight end in the first round this year?" Clip. I hope not. I hope they. What, uh, do, you, what do you hope they get? I guess I hope they get one of the, uh, a corner. I've seen Porter Junior's name a lot, so I think that's going to be my pick. Uh, but I don't know. They they need secondary help. Could always use an O lineman. They were good on defense. We need a linebacker, but that is not a premium position now in the NFL. So uh, what you really needed was new ownership, and it looks like that's what you're getting. Yeah, I've seen like uh, Robinson too from the, the running back from Texas, which I do not like the idea of getting a running back in the first round, but. I don't know. Talked to uh, some people last week that said he is a McCaffrey-ish game-changing kind of guy. Wow. Which will be fun to have in the offense, but I don't know. I'd rather – if they can get a a good corner, I would certainly uh, be happy with that in the first round. We're in that no-man's land. 
which they could have made the playoffs, but Ron Rivera started Carson Wentz and he threw three interceptions against the Browns. Guess what I haven't done? I don't know if I've brought that up yet, but I'm sorry. Go ahead. Guess what I haven't done that I've done in the past? Your homework. Well, that. Okay. But guess what I haven't done that I've done in the past and we're only Thursday will be a week away from the draft. Looked at a mock draft. Boom. Well, I mean, there's no real reason to when you have the number one pick. I used to love it, though. I used to just love to look at them. I guess now, I mean, I guess it's because there's really just two options for the Panthers. Yeah, there's I mean, not much like, to there's, look there's at. There's not much to look at. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess, I guess that kind of answers why I haven't looked. You're going to see one, uh, Which is weird. Uh, two names. Haven't had a number one pick since Cam. That worked out for you. Yes. I would say. Um some disagree there are a lot of cam haters out there a lot yeah but uh mvp went to a super bowl took us to a super bowl didn't dive on the fumble yeah don't get Redbeard riled up <laughs> so there you go all right bryce williams uh joining us coming up hour number Duh. three we'll talk more uh nfl did y'all play uh the clip of the former pirate with the interception this weekend warren saber yeah uh Play we played yesterday. it yesterday you still but got I, it yeah i still have it i want to hit that again i want to talk about um bryce joining up with the aaf and that not working out and now like if these leagues were around then what could have been for bryce williams could have seen him on tv every weekend kenny says alabama and ohio state quarterbacks don't work out that's the thing about Stroud that I'll sign Jalen Hurts. That the highest what, paid quarterback ever. Yeah. <laughs> but that's the thing I thought about with Stroud when we first were, you know, talking about Stroud and maybe him being the first pick and Washington drafted one, uh Dwayne Haskins, rest in peace, didn't work out. Yeah. I mean, we've seen a lot of cases because you look at Alabama and Ohio State's offense on film, it's just clean pockets and throwing to NFL receivers. So it really is hard to judge yeah. from game film. That might be where the workouts, the combines, things like that actually help scouts when you're breaking down quarterbacks who had those clean pockets and great receivers, you know? Yeah. Trying to separate them from others. All right, we'll uh, take a break, come back. More to go. Hour three, Pirate Radio Live back with you after this. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Hey, Pirate Nation, Integrity Home Mortgage is here. If you're looking to purchase a home, contact Talbot Green, Braxton Green, and Joanne Weir today. The Integrity Home Mortgage team offers over 50 years of experience and is committed to providing you with the superior customer service you deserve before, during, and after your real estate transaction. To get started, contact Talbot Green, Braxton Green, or Joanne Weir. Integrity Home Mortgage, Pirates Supporting Pirates. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. 
Hi, back with you, Power Radio Live here. What you need to do? That one. Bryce is uh well he's a brand new man, Shirley. First of all, hit that music. I saw the light, I was baptized by the fire and you touch do, Bryce? In the flame. No, in don't your do eyes. that. I'm born you need more ears? again. That's as much as a brand goes. new yeah. man. That's why they were flipped around. Okay. That shouldn't be a huge difference uh, for you. You okay? Maybe I got clogging in my ear. I don't know. All right. All right. Uh, Bryce is here. <laughs> really, uh, you're a DIY guy in yeah. a lot of phases, right? Do it yourself. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Pretty much. And you just kind of you just go right in. You're yeah. fixing your headphones there. Yeah. You don't knock on bathroom doors. No. You just kind of walk right walk in. Walk right in. When somebody's in the bathroom uh, with the door closed. Hey. Uh, which happened to me a moment ago. Exactly. I thought that shutting the door would uh, would would be all I need to do to have my privacy no. in the bathroom. But typically, I'm hey, I'm all for opening new doors. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, I have to go with the lock when the Bryce lock. is here. Uh-huh. Got to lock up because uh, he just he ran just right on in there, barged right on in like on the place. And I was washing my hands, and uh, uh-huh. and next thing I know, there's a six foot sixish yeah. guy standing there uh, looking at me. So. Bryce, good to see you, buddy. Good to see y'all. What's new? Uh, not too much. I was driving down the road in the country with my wife uh, the other day, and she said I saw a turkey in that field for the first time, and I thought of my man Bryce Williams. A lot of that. Looking at him, but oh yeah, hey. Well, looking at him and chasing him and you know trying to get them that's about all all right so uh nfl draft next thursday bryce um but there is some football happening right now the usfl and the xfl and former pirate safety warren saba made a play uh this weekend he did not play he got hurt in the first game last year didn't play all season back this year and made a play on uh their opening day pick six all the way warren saba out of east carolina he had four picks at east carolina's senior year alone jack it's two slants and saba's covering the inside slant and he jumps the outside slant you got to see what the inside cover guy does a savvy move by saba and a big time play for the panthers and what a tackle by kenji bahar things are starting the, the panthers were reeling a little bit they had the block punt they had the unnecessary roughness one more time a big play by Saban changes the momentum of the whole thing Saban's uh ECU teammates were getting on him for not getting in the end zone I saw some turtle emojis yeah. and uh when, when you get got inside the five Bryce just could not get to the mm. goal line yeah and uh I'm sure you remember that defensive oh, yeah. guys getting on other guys for oh, not yeah, sealing always, the deal always yeah Looks this um but good for Warren Saba so I've seen that clip uh several times I first saw it in the press box uh watching ECU play baseball this weekend so I hadn't heard it that's the first time I've heard it and I gotta say uh not a Jack Collinsworth guy how do you feel about Jack Collinsworth, Chandler? 
I'm gonna be honest. I didn't even know that was him until now. You said it, and it's I knew that voice sounded familiar. Yeah, but I wasn't thinking about Jack. I was thinking about his dad. I like him, Chris Collins because him and his dad's got that similar tone. Yeah, they do. Uh, but yeah, not. He's usually on the sidelines doing sideline reporting. So the play-by-play, I think he's got some work to do. Yeah, uh, but that's something I noticed out of that clip. Now here's the guy. But Bryce, uh, so you had a very tumultuous relationship with the AAF. Which did not even last a full season, which was a bummer. And now you have two leagues that are going on that are funded, that have backing, and looks like they are going to stick around. And, I mean, it's just kind of a shame, but, like, if you go six years previous to this and these are around and you're playing – could have been a different story for you. Oh, yeah. Most definitely. I could either, I guess, be XFL or USFL. I guess if I had to choose, I don't really know who I'd go with. Which one? Uh, who has um, Skip Holtz on? Is it USFL. 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 So maybe I'd maybe go that route. Yeah. You know, potential. With the Play intention of making yeah. plays, getting your name out there, and getting back to the NFL. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, AAF was... You uh, <laughs> first of all, you you had the team dynamic, and you said that maybe you were kind of looked over from that department. Yeah. But then the league itself had its own issues, which was a, yeah. a joke, right? It, it was. Uh, it definitely was. There's a. I tell you what, they do a good job of selling it. Yeah. In the beginning, it was just all this. You get um, oh gosh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, and uh, incentives like for big games or you know whatever, like for points or points or the individual players and things like that and they talk that up something about like paying for school and spot what all sorts of just jibber jabber that clearly led to nothing um it's a good riddance to them yeah you know? and the old used car salesman got you on yep. that gave you a jalopy or yeah uh, uh, yeah a stinker yeah <laughs> eric's got a question for you hey bryce if you had to take down a grizzly bear would you rather have one round of 10 millimeter or 10 rounds of 22? I know. Would you rather for Bryce Williams? Gosh, that's tough. Uh, probably. I'm just going to go 10 rounds of 22 just to up my chances of hitting an eyeball or it potentially hitting the skull, going through the skull. Okay, so I'm assuming I don't know anything about gun talk. Um, if you hit another part of the bear with the 22, it's not going to do much. Uh yeah. I mean, say you just hit him in the legs and the shoulders, and he's running. He's not going to do much to him. All right. By the way, I watched a movie late last week, uh, gentlemen and lady, and that movie was called Cocaine Bear. Cocaine Bear. Your assessment of the movie, sir? It's um. If you're just looking for something dumb, like entertaining, you know, not great writing or <laughs> even the best plot, if you just want some action, adventure, some hilarious gore, then yeah, it's fine. I, I would say it's uh, worth a watch. Okay. But don't go into it thinking you're going to find like the new Godfather or your, you know, okay. your well, favorite like, if movie. You think, if you're one of these people that love a good storyline or it being serious and. No, it's not it's that. Not yeah. There. That's what, yeah. <sighs> but it's a good like. Is it like painful to watch as far as like, man, this is terrible or is it. The CGI is pretty bad. Oh, <laughs> I thought. Gosh. I thought. 
if anybody else has seen it you can you can give your opinion on it hmm. but i but i didn't really care it's it's about the oh my gosh um this is happening what's it on i believe i watched it on peacock okay but i watched it for in one, on one of the streaming services i had now there is have you ever seen the seen this price like the uh, trailer or anything heard of it i've like heard the name that's yeah it. Not even heard so it's out. based very very loosely on a true story uh, where there was a plane coming overhead um cocaine was dumped out of the plane guys parachute didn't work he splatters like in front of an old man's yard in tennessee or whatever and they had like actual footage of it and they had tom brokaw on nbc nightly news talking about like the real footage of that so there was actually like cocaine spilled and the parachute and all that happened and i believe a bear got a hold of it but instead of going crazy and on a rampage the bear just died so (laughs) they said well that doesn't make a good movie a good movie would be if a bear went nuts and just started killing people right so uh there you go cocaine bear if you uh are looking for some mindless entertainment then uh then go for it jamie says r.i.p ray liotta that was his last movie that is correct ray liotta from Mm -hmm. goodfellas and other movies fame uh was in cocaine bear all right um yeah so a little bit on usfl xfl Bryce, I do have some ECU news. I've seen uh, several transfers, more transfers. Have you seen uh, a tight end transfer? I saw that. I All saw. Right. I was gonna actually. Comment on I that. hope you got your lunch to go because Max's lunch is gone. Yeah, he's gone. Which that's fine. I mean, I, the thought of having a German catch a touchdown pass for ECU, I was very excited about it, but. Yeah nope not gonna happen gonna be all americans at yep. this point yeah i mean i guess it's too late for guy. i guess it's not too late for other guy, for other tight ends to come in oh not at all uh and hope i mean the pirates will probably add i would yeah. think a receiver mm. what they have a tight end right now with shane calhoun with tyler savage and <clears throat> maybe some newcomers on that roster they probably feel pretty decent about it especially with calhoun and savage was a guy that just kind of moved inside from a receiver position but um yeah i don't see that as being a major loss for this team yeah no so but i am interested to see because it was this time last year we added isaiah winstead yeah who went on to have a monster season for east carolina yeah so i'm uh, i mean you know it'd be cool to see get a guy in there that's maybe you know six six kind of a big stature guy but what we got now is with Shane. I'm, I feel good about it. Oh, man. I meant to um, – might have to take a break and see if I can pull this up. I do have one Donnie Kirkpatrick um, qu- answer from a question I asked last week oh, that I yeah. want to play. But I also want to play your answers. Yeah, I, yeah, I forgot. Uh, his that. answers for your questions. Yeah. So, Shirley, let's take a break. We'll come back. I will uh, get that for you, Bryce, and we'll play that. Talk some pirate football. I have a game I want to play. We'll go Pirate Radio Outdoors, and we'll make you a winner. And if you have any questions, comments, you can get them in Facebook, YouTube, or Twitter. A lot more to go with Bryce Williams, Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. We're back after this.
You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. East Plumbing, Viva Electric, and Roland Black Heating and Cooling have teamed up to form New Blue Service Group, offering Eastern North Carolina the best in plumbing, electrical, and HVAC services. Same great local team, same great local service. Just a new name. For plumbing, electrical, and HVAC services, go to callnewblue.com. That's callnublue.com. New Blue Service Group, where we are redefining service excellence. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Cliff. New Blue. Glad to have them aboard. I say new. You say blue. New. 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 Blue. Shirley Rose, Chandler Honeycutt, Bryce Williams joining us here inside the Pirate Radio Studios. Great week last week. We had a lot of football talk for you. Mike Houston Monday on the Brian Bailey Show. Donnie Kirkpatrick Wednesday on this show. Blake Carroll Thursday on this show. So if you missed any of that, it's available at podcast form, YouTube, Facebook, wherever you want it. You can get it. A lot of great pirate football talk. Um, so last Tuesday, I told Bryce, I said, hey, we're going to have your old inside receivers coach, uh, Donnie Kirkpatrick, here on the show. Offensive mm-hmm. coordinator, uh-huh. OC, uh-huh. here on the show. And uh, if you got some questions, get them on tape and i'll pass them along to donnie kirkpatrick and we did that so let's hear uh <laughs> the answers to bryce's questions for donnie kirkpatrick donnie kirkpatrick joining us coach uh, i want to make sure we get this in uh, yesterday bryce williams joined us on the show and i told him you were coming on and i said all right bryce um you're you're going one-on-one right now with donnie kirkpatrick what questions do you want to ask and uh he, he said he had three for us so shirley let's hit question one uh, from Bryce Williams to Donnie Kirkpatrick. Coach K, I know you're listening. First question, what would you say your favorite number? What is the first number that comes to your mind? All right, your favorite number. He said it was a number he used to say a lot. Do you know that number he's talking about? The the, the My favorite number, well, I think he's wanting his jersey number to be the answer, which I, if I remember correctly was, was 81. I don't know. His hair was so long at that time. It was a little hard sometimes to read his number. <laughs> I will say this. The number 17. There it is. has been very, very good for me, and that's kind of been my lucky number in that there were some pretty good dudes that wore 17. But I don't know. Seven and two did some great things, too, but. They probably remember me talking about 17 being my lucky number. He said, if I text Zay Jones, if I text other guys right now, what's Donnie's favorite number? He would say 17. He said, which, uh, hey, I, that's a good one to go on. Uh, anytime you can talk about Dwayne Harris and 17, uh, yeah, that's a good thing. Yeah, and, and that was true. And then I had Brian Soar, who GA'd for us a little bit, was the national player of the year at James Madison. We won the national championship. He wore 17. Man. So at that point, I confirmed that. That, that's pretty lucky. Number. That is the number. All right, there's question one. That's the answer he thought you'd say. Uh, question two. Second question is, what is the percentage the tight end will be the first read on the pass plays? I know what number I got in my head that I'm slightly biased towards. I'm going to see what you answer. All right, interesting question, Coach. What you got for that? 
Yeah, I know the answer he's looking for is that he will be the first read. So, uh, you know what? Uh, I am looking for Shane Calhoun to really, really uh, get more involved in the passing game uh, with the with Ryan leaving a little bit, and we're putting a lot of emphasis on that. And I know that uh, Mason and him used to room together, so they've got a little bit of that uh, mojo going and that chemistry going too. Uh, it was easy when 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 Bryce, not to just brag on the on your people there, but when Bryce was out there at the tight end, it, it definitely should have been probably the first rate. All right. Well, he'll be. He's a big Calhoun fan. Because by the way, Bryce wore eighty, just like Calhoun. So he's pulling for uh, for number eighty out there. I was close. Yeah, yeah you were on one off. Uh, all right. He said he had three questions. Let's hear the third one. You know, my third one is. Uh, I'm drawing a blank, Coach. Coach. <laughs> you know, I will stick with two if something pops up there, and right. as I go along, I'll. Throw one out there. That sounds about right, right, Coach Bryce? Uh, couldn't come up with the third one for you. Well, he, he hasn't changed much. So. <laughs> <laughs> right. There you go, Bryce. Uh, your yeah. two questions answered. One was never asked. So uh, Yeah, that's true. And he didn't remember my number. Boy, hey, did that hurt you? Uh, 81 call. That was Jimmy Williams. Good old Jimmy. So I had a little chat with Coach K about not remembering my number. I only saw it for three years. But he hey, gave you a compliment. He did, so I do appreciate that, Coach K. And uh, didn't really give us an answer for your no. second question, but did say that uh, Shane Calhoun will be a big I, – I believe him when he says that. I think yeah, Calhoun will yeah. have increased numbers this yeah, year. Yeah, most definitely. Um, I think that would be a good move. And you were right on the seventeen. Oh, of good course. call there. Yeah. How about and and so he went on after his yeah. days here and had another player of the year seventeen. Yes, yeah, so that's so, pretty cool. Yeah. All right. Um, I asked him about the quarterbacks. You know, because we all we want a depth chart, right? Uh, we only want yeah. we want to look at who the starter is, who the backup is. How about at the quarterback position? We'll play a little bit of this. I played it for Crandall Cranman the other day. Want to get your take on it because it. Well, I'm not going to put anything in your head. I just want you to hear what he says. So here you go. You can play that, Charlie. Donnie Kirkpatrick joining us. Let's talk about these quarterbacks on the roster, Coach. And, you know, everybody wants to know who, who the starters are, who the depth chart, what's the depth chart even as we sit here in April. So as you look at it now, you know, is Mason Garcia the starter uh, this fall when East Carolina takes the field? Is there a battle between him and Alex Flynn and, and Mike Houston said you guys are going to bring in another quarterback from the portal. Uh, can you give us any insight on that situation with the QB room? Yeah, you know, I don't, I don't as coaches, we don't really sit around and, and talk much about, you know, who are the first 11, you know, or, or stuff like that. We talk more probably in terms of who is at the level right now that's good enough to play on Saturdays and give our team a chance to win. So, we never really see it as maybe just 11 guys or just one guy at a position because we know you're always one play away from having to play the next guy. Anyhow, we're always just trying to get as many guys, what we call above the line or in that, you know, one, one, a type thing. And so I know quarterback's a little different because you don't normally play more than, than one quarterback. Like you, you know, you play six, seven wide receivers. You'd like to play seven, eight, nine, offensive linemen. There are other positions you even play more of those guys. The quarterback, it's usually one more guy, and I know that's always the excitement about who's going to be the starting quarterback. Uh, I think that we have two guys right now that are good enough to lead our team 
uh, on Saturday and, and go win. Raheem's going to be there. He's a high school senior right now, and right now he's thinking about going back to Spartanburg and going to the prom and, and doing some things like that. So we don't feel like he's ready right now. We're glad he came early. It will put him way ahead. But, you know, at the level we want to play at, we're not going to throw that on him. We don't think that's that's where he's at. But Mason, obviously, has waited his turn. They're very loyal to the program. He's had a lot of people try to tell him what he needs to do, and he's, he's ignored all that and done what's best for him. And he had a good spring. He really did. Um, he had really three good scrimmages and, and, and worked through that. He's really, really improved, I think, in all his aspects, especially his, his leadership and his commitment to being better. Uh, I know a lot of people are thinking, how did Alex Flynn all of a sudden just appear, which he really did not. Alex was, was really trending last year. It's just, like you say, you don't usually play more than one quarterback. And Hope's one of those guys that, you know, his, his best ability was his availability and his durability. He just, though he was banged up, he never came out of the game. He never really told anybody till Sunday that his shoulder came out of place or that he was hurt. So we didn't get guys in much, but he was really practicing well. So I wasn't shocked that he came out with an opportunity to get more reps. He, he let it up. Uh, especially, I know more people got to see the spring game than they did the other scrimmages. He was he was the difference in the game. Alex Flynn, Mason Garcia, so Donnie Kirkpatrick likes them both, Bryce, which yep. means huh, that's, that's good. We got yeah. two that can win. Bad part is we don't have one that's right. separated themselves from the other, which is kind of a, a different way to look at that. Mm-hmm. And it makes me, uh, I don't know, I don't know if concern's the word, but I'll say I'm surprised we it appears we're going to have a quarterback battle this fall mm-hmm. heading into Michigan where I thought it would be all right Mason's one Alex is two we'll see what happens at three <laughs> yeah um I was actually just talking to a friend about that who went to the spring game we were talking about the quarterbacks and everything and um I mean I mean I guess depending if it's just a huge difference in performance from this past spring but if they're if they're similar you know I think it was it would be too early to claim a starter um you know, that way one guy doesn't, you know, could potentially sort of get complacent. And if he's like, oh, I'm already starter going into this fall camp deal. Um, I think it's a good thing that there's going to be a quarterback battle. So it's going to make guys, um, I think, even work harder. You know, obviously, on they both have great abilities. So it's going to go down to decision making um, and obviously knowing your plays and what your defenses you're going up against. So I'm definitely uh, anxious to see who they uh, claim because it definitely doesn't seem like it's going to be a handout. And this is the first year in a while we've had these questions leading into a season. It was, you know, Ailers for the longest time. Uh, I'm trying to think back. So it was uh, Reed Herring and Nelson or Minshew. I'm trying, all those years kind of jumbled together. But even going back to your last year here, Bryce, Ben Kurt was going to be the guy. He got hurt. Was it fall camp? When was it right before the season? Maybe or was it, was it spring? The season or something. I think it was before. I think it was like early fall camp. Yeah, it was fall I think camp. It was yeah. Like that, yeah, and then you you go with you know Kemp and bring summer. We actually and... did play multiple quarterbacks. Yeah, you did. <laughs> you remember that? Well. Not normally, but not normally teams do that. But we did. You uh, you remember that quite well. And then after that, we went on a, a string of seasons where we didn't have just one, because there was Philip Nelson. 
it James was Summers. looking pretty good, but got hurt. And we saw some of Minshew. And then it was like Minshew and Thomas Sirk. And then maybe Minshew and Herring. Yeah. And then Herring and Ehlers. And we finally got some stability with Ehlers. Yeah. And they're going to name a starter this year. And, oh, and yeah. we'll see if uh, if it's stuck with. It kind of... I, I, I don't know if this is going to be like a rio johnson shane situation oh yes that you were here then right yeah uh-huh yeah and shane year. uh was a little nicked up uh-huh. and they named rio the starter yeah. he starts two App- games and then that's it he started the appalachian state game had like a couple of th- he had a rushing touchdown had a couple of passing touchdowns then they went to south carolina the very next week didn't look good and then here comes shane and Harden. then shane took over never came out so I don't know. It's just uh, it's a tricky situation to be in yeah. when you don't have that guy. Maybe ECU does have that guy, but right now it looks like we're going to have a battle uh, leading uh-huh. into the season. So yeah. just interesting. All right. Uh, let's open up the booty bag. Shall we? What are we giving away today? Uh, shrimp taco lunch, courtesy of Chico's. Man, that would be good. 317-1250. What number call are you looking for, Charlie? Six. Caller six. All right, I got a question from Eric and a question from, uh, from John to ask Bryce. Well, also, I got a little game for y'all. We'll go Pirate Radio Outdoors, and we'll have our winner. All of that as we roll on. Hour 3, Pirate Radio Live. Back with you after this. to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Do you want to get rid of wrinkles? Tighten and lift your skin. Smooth your skin texture. Erase veins and brown spots and get rid of unwanted hair. Are you interested in Botox or filler? Well, contact the licensed professionals at Beauty Bar Medi Spa on Red Banks Road in Greenville. Free consultations available by calling 752-1406 or visiting beautybarmedispa.com. Enjoy your visit, love your transformation, and congratulations to Daryl Lambert of Greenville. Walked away with lunch uh, courtesy of Chico's. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. Oh, Lambo. I like to give our listeners nicknames like the Kink. The King. The King. The King was Lonnie a recent, Kinker. He was a recent Lonnie winner. Kinker, Kinker. Lonnie Kinker. Kinker. The Kink. The Kink. All right, a couple of questions for Bryce. Eric says, if Bryce was a wrestler, what would his finisher be? Probably some kind the of... The old uh, hog tie. <laughs> I'll take that. All right, no. The hog tie. You come up with the move, and then we'll give it a name, knowing you and your hunting and fishing. Like, what would be the move you would do in the ring? Oh, I'm trying to think of something as far as like a. <laughs> I can't really do anything like a, a gun or a bow. 
You could do like a big uh, like a, a bow punch. Yeah, a bow punch. <laughs> oh, yeah, probably something like that. A bow punch. That or a, yeah, you pull it out. Or like a cast to like a smack, <laughs> a smack there. A chop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah. If you had a tag the final cast, the final cast. Hey, if you had a tag team partner, and your tag team partner was in there, and had the guy on the ground, he's knocked out, he's rolling around, you, he tags you in, then you like cast a line and have him drag him over as you're oh, going like that. Yeah. There and, we go. And then you, uh, I don't know, you cut the chop, yeah. smack, yeah. stomp on him. All right. You hold them. You hold them like you hold a bass. Exactly. You hold them like this. Gill. <laughs> All right. So, uh, Bryce, question two from John: Slate mouth or box call? Not a box call. I don't have one of those. Uh, I prefer mouth call because obviously hands free. I do like the sound of a slate call, but I've kind of been more so doing more running and gunning, so I haven't like stopped to really hang out but i do like a slate call but probably mouth call if i had to go with one all right if you have a question for bryce you can get it in he won't answer it uh, i got a little movie trivia for y'all today some of these are I really like really easy some are difficult i'll give the difficult ones to shirley because i trust yes, her may trust her yeah. way more than you guys uh so shirley you ready yes i'm ready what role did Renee Zellweger play in 2001, 2004, and 2016 in uh, romantic comedy movies based on the desperate life of a 30-something single female living in London? That would be Bridget Jones. That would be correct. Jeez. <laughs> I had no idea. Bryce, Bridget Jones's Diary. I'm going to ask you uh, this question. In which movie does unemployed Dewey Finn pretend to be substitute teacher Ned Schneebly? Oh, is that School Rock? It is way to go bryce yeah it's schneeblay <laughs> uh chandler who played the grinch uh jim carrey all right those are the kinds of fastballs i'm gonna give you <laughs> yeah shirley name the movie based on the nicholas sparks 1996 novel of the same name that features the romantic love story of Allie and noah uh, uh the, the notebook that is correct yeah uh bryce i've never seen that movie all the way through really it's pretty good i've seen beats uh beats jeez what is wrong with me today i've seen beats of it um uh bits and pieces of the movie bryce this sci-fi movie was the highest grossing movie of the 2000s (laughs) and it featured um well they weren't people but the beings whatever they were were blue and it's not the smurfs <laughs> oh what early 2000s highest grossing movie of the 2000s avatar avatar is correct avatar call it avatar some people call it avatar, avatar. i forgot i didn't realize it was early 2000s it, i guess because they came up with a new one it says what is the highest grossing movie of the 2000s oh of the 2000s i swear i heard early in there but maybe no Chandler, who played the iconic Captain Jack Sparrow in the Pirates of the Caribbean <laughs> film series? Johnny Depp. Way to go, Chandler. Thank you, buddy. Two for Thank two. you. That was a tough one. You are killing it. <laughs> Shirley, what is the first Lord of the Rings movie called? Mm. It's called Lord of the Rings, colon, 
this fellowship of the ring that is correct oh well, i would have got that nope all right bryce uh, i'm gonna go to the comedy category I've, for you. I've only seen it like 50 11 times 50 11 times. 50, 11 times who went to the club 50 11 times oh little john uh little john. yang twins it was y- yang, yang, yang twins. twins all right yeah these are way too easy uh bryce you ever seen freaky friday 2003 movie uh i've Nah, kind of. Nah. I mean, I do you know who played it. Lindsay Lohan's mom? I Jennifer do. Lawrence. I do. Jennifer Lawrence played her mom in 2003. No, I don't know. <laughs> no. Shirley, who you got? Uh, that would be one Jamie Lee Curtis. All right, Bryce, I'll ask you an easier one. 2008 comedy based on two middle-aged losers becoming a blended family when their parents get married. Oh, stepbrother. <laughs> that is correct. <laughs> Touch my drum set. <laughs> Chandler, which 2005 movie followed the lives of two divorce mediators and their unauthorized entries into ceremonies to meet women? Oh, uh, Chuck and Larry. Wait, wait, what? No. Wait, what? wait, say it again. That is a very interesting way to ask this question. Which 2005 movie followed the lives of two divorce mediators? and their unauthorized entries into ceremonies oh, to meet women come on if you, i think you say that unauthorized entries to into ceremonies i know this come on come on that is a great two way. divorce mediators I, don't worry about that part think about the two guys and their unauthorized entries into ceremonies come on that one come on and i've never seen it you say it bryce wedding crash that is correct oh Jeez. Sorry. That's Owen Wilson and Vince Vaughn? Yeah, it is. All right, let's see. Uh, we go to drama. These are way too easy. Let's see if Chandler knows this one. Which 2000 American survival drama starred a stranded Tom Hanks and his football? Wait, it wasn't a football. Soccer ball. Or it was a volleyball. It was a volleyball. This is football. Yeah. Jeez. Castaway oh, they screwed right. that Wilson! Yeah. Well, that's good. All right, Bryce. In which drama containing autobiographical elements did rapper Eminem make his movie debut in 2002? Oh, that's, um, oh, well, heck, what's it called? Um, mm hmm. Um, Can I give him a hint? Um, uh, I got picture it. It's, uh, there's a number there's in it. There's a number in it. That was my hint. <sighs> wow. Is there a nine? I know I could picture it. Um, mm. Nah, mm. Shirley. Eight, Eight mile. mile. Eight, Eight mile is correct. Eight mile. Shirley named the 2002 American historical drama based in New York in 1862, featuring a star cast including Leonardo DiCaprio, Cameron Diaz, and Daniel Day Lewis. Oh, um. I don't think I've seen this movie. But I know the Gangs of, of New York. That is correct. Oh. Well done, Shirley. I was going to go Great Gatsby. I was like, The Streets of New York. I was like, No, no, no. That's not it. Bryce, what 2009 drama tra- tells the true story of adopted American football player Michael Orr? Blindside. Run the dang ball. That's correct. <laughs> it's my favorite line in that whole movie. What's, <laughs> the, what's the Hello? coach's name? I don't remember. I don't remember the coach's name. Paul? Co- coach Jones or something? I don't know. Maybe I just I remember Sandra else. Bullock calling him on the sidelines. Uh, run the dang ball. Bert. Run the dang ball, Bert. Chandler, which movie sees George Clooney, John Turturro, and Tim Blake play three escaped convict brothers? Uh, the, uh, oh, oh, uh, oh, oh, brother, where art thou? Very yep, good. The soggy bottom boy. That is correct. I, I, you know, hey, true story. When I was in middle school, 
I was in the chorus, and I had a solo to uh, uh, Man of Constant Sorrow. Man of Constant Sorrow. I had a solo to that thing. Believe it or not, never seen that movie. I can't say that I have either, but I am familiar with the song. Shirley, have you seen James Bond movies? I've seen most of them, I believe. Do you know what the 20th film in the James Bond series was called that was released in 2002? It's three words. Okay, you uh, three words? Yep. Um, oh, Does no. Does anybody want to take a guess? I can see it right in my, I can see it in my mind's eye. I just it's escaping me right now. Open your third eye. I'm trying to die another day. I die another ah, day. Yes. Yeah. Uh, dang it. Bryce, great movie here. What is the name of the 2009 war movie? Uh, feet, directed by Quentin Tarantino, starring Brad Pitt and Christopher Waltz. Ooh, I remember that one. Uh, Quentin Tarantino film. Which one's Quentin? I don't really know. Uh, that dude. Uh, uh, is it, a, it have to do with a tank? No, nah, it's uh, World War Two with Brad Pitt. Oh, what is the name of I it though? I can see the. I know he's in Tropic Thunder. Is incorrect. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, it is. <laughs> it is incorrect. Uh, no, it's not. Fury's coming um, to mind, but uh, nah. sure. Uh, the Inglorious Bastards. Inglorious oh, Bastards. Yeah, nope. Great movie. Like that one. Great movie. Inglorious Beeps. We should have said. Sorry. Uh let's see. Anything else? I want to ask you guys. I want another one. Throw as many as you can at me. Never heard of that movie. What movie had white and black or uh, white dogs with black spots on them? There were 101 Dalmatians. There you go, Chandler. All right, that'll conclude. There was one more question I have for Chandler because this is right up his alley. Uh, I guess I could have asked him uh, the Steve Carell question, but um, it was... How many comedy movies did Adam Sandler either act in or produce between the years 2000 and 2010? And he's an Adam Sandler guy. Jeez. Take whatever you think it is and multiply by two or three. All right, I'm going to go... I'm going to go 16. 34. Holy cow! <laughs> That's my dude right there. Putting him work. They're putting That's in work. And God, I love Adam Sandler. Raking in, in millions. years, 34 movies. That's crazy. That's, that's a lot. All right, let's take a break. We'll come back. We'll go Pirate Radio Outdoors with Bryce Williams. Find out if there's been any turkey tears this week. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live, on a Tuesday after this. listening to hour three of pirate radio live this hour of prl is brought to you by bud light reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly bud light the official beer of the ecu pirates and proudly distributed by carolina eagle distributing since 1989 now back to the show welcome back taking a quick look at your stock market report for today if i could get the uh, numbers to load here 
Uh, the Dow slipped uh, 10 points and closed out the day at 33,976. The Nasdaq da- uh, went down four points at 12,153. The S&P, however, uh, was up three points at 4,154. That's your Wells Fargo Advisors financial report for a personal look into investing. Call Wells Fargo Advisors today at 756-6900 in Greenville. Wells Fargo Advisors, LLC, member SIPC. Now back to Clip. All right. Thank you, Shirley Rhodes, Chandler Honeycutt, Bryce Williams here. Bryce, did you know that I'm simultaneously hosting a radio program and providing a civic duty? I did not know that. I am on call. I'm on jury duty this week. Nice. I was there uh, almost all day yesterday. They let me go. I didn't have to go in at all today. I got a call tomorrow to see if I have to go back in. Nice. So, uh, I will, uh, I'm serving my, my state, my country. That's, with my uh, jury duty this week i think i made 12 smackers twelve dollars that's what it is 12 smackers so. 12 bucks yep. all right bryce let's go outdoors tell us what you've been up to this week man we've been after the turkeys we have been multiple times had uh pretty you know several inter- encounters um some of them obviously haven't really gone as well because it's from a far distance we've seen them but uh let me ask you let me interrupt you for a second Bryce what is a what's the maximum distance what's a okay give me a good distance to shoot at and a max distance that's funny you asked that question okay because uh so I mean honestly they I mean they got guns that that are with with the right chokes and ammo and you know things like this a lot of arable stuff but I mean you can reach out and touch birds at probably 60 60 yards maybe reach out and touch i I don't really think that's preferred i mean you could you i mean ideally you want to get as close as possible but i mean i for me i'd probably farthest i'd go is like a 35 okay 35 40 and that's that's probably just about it um if you get them within 20 to 30 you're you're feeling good oh for sure and so we had you know it's been turkey hunting a lot um we haven't been skunked as far as seeing them, but we have seen them just, you know, obviously trying to get them in or locate them and stuff, um, you know, has been the issue. But I was able to get my buddy on a turkey. Uh, it was actually the first bird I've actually got the chance to call in, so that was really cool. We killed, he uh, shot one Friday, and uh, that was a good time. I mean, they, had, they were firing off probably 150-some yards off in a clear cut. We were sitting on a logging road, and... Um, patience took a lot of it and you're calling you're, you're kind of you want to kind of call back a little bit or I like kind of maybe just direct the noise down to make that Tom think man that hen she's going away because if you call at it ideally the tent's supposed to go to the Tom well you're playing hard to get so you're acting like she's leaving or you're leaving so they come and sure enough man we saw them about finally could see through the woods at about 80 yards because the road kind of did a turn and as soon as I saw them in that thin patch of woods coming up the road, I said, buddy, get ready. And sure enough, they were just firing off the whole way to us until it was night-night time. And uh, smoked them. And it was great. That was super exciting. There was a second one with them. So hindsight, I should have sat still because most of the time the second bird that's with them will kind of get curious and go check it out. Mm. And I could have shot one, but I he shot and I was like, hyped up so i jumped out of the side of the woods and bam 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 and he right was you know obviously if i'm running out of the woods and he's about 25 30 yards out 
he took off running and fortunately didn't get him there. Um, and then we had a hunt Saturday, Sunday morning. You know, it was eventful. You know, heard a bunch of birds gobbling, got some in close, but couldn't really see him, and they spooked off. And then another Tom came in about 150, was hung up about because we're trying to get uh, my father-in-law one because uh, he hasn't shot a Tom yet. And uh, well, a nice bird comes in, but he he sees our strutting decoy, and Jake was there, and he was strutting, so it's kind of made him think wait maybe there's two male birds i don't want to get into this fight there's two against one it's pretty much what was our thinking so he hems up about 60 some yards out they kind of close his feather starts wandering back like he's leaving and my buddy said can you think he'd shoot him i said i think he's in my range well jay decided well he heard that he said well heck i want you know out of nowhere boom boom shoots Needless to say, did not hit him. And that bird, we stepped it off, was at least 65 yards. He was going from way downtown. And I was kind of like, that gummit, Jake. You know, yeah. You got to pass the ball. You got to pass the ball or just live to fight another day. Oh, yeah. Because turkeys are weary and they can get spooked off of a property or an area. So, but hey, he was anxious and didn't want to lose, you know, let, I mean, you you miss 100% 100 of the shots you don't take. That is true. You know? So the pursuit continues for the uh, elusive wild turkey. There you go. Bryce Williams, Pirate Radio Outdoors, turkey season edition. Here on the show, Bryce, thanks for joining us. Hope you can enjoy this uh, lovely weather. Had to maybe get on some water or something. Uh, Oh, we did go on the water uh, Saturday. We'll uh, catch up with you next week. All right. Thank you. And we'll see you fine folks Wednesday, 3 o'clock, all new edition of Pirate Radio Live for Shirley Rhodes, Chan Man, Bryce, and the crew. I'm Cliff Brock. Jeff Charles, take us home. Have a great night, Eastern Carolina. Thanks for listening to Pirate Radio Live, an exclusive presentation of the voice of the Pirate Nation.